Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> and Slamborghini. It's hurting until it's squirting, baby. Yeah. Internet radio's finest. And then he dies And his only adventures Are in his imagination Like coming in some Persian guy Is something that he dreams of In his times of masturbation I asked an old man if he's gay Or if he bought some Mexicans in jail for Spanish felonies He turned to me as if to say Hurry boy, don't waste your life with girls There's a nameless guy that's waiting to rape on you There's nothing that a homeless man on coke would never do I got the AIDS down in Longing for some blacks to shoot for Trump the 20. They roll and see me on some guy as I'm wearing a poncho, riding on five dicks on mushrooms in a Bentley. The cops reach for guns, then stop and cry. Hurry, let's jump in before they come.
in this corner. He's known as the Slamborghini. That's right. He breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Michael Mahone, and I'll be watching the show very carefully. I'm never going to this that crazy show ever again. Yeah, that's a great story. See ya. <laughs> we don't care if you don't like our intros. Fuck you. I don't care. I want, I want like, next year the whole intro to be, like, the first half hour of the show. Yeah, that's, that's the best thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like we also have to restart your uh, your uh, internship, Lamborghini. Mm, I've been thinking about. You know that, the you know. the secret show is supposed to be a secret, right? What? what? The secret show <laughs> and the Facebook page is supposed to be a secret. There's a secret. Yeah, yeah. And you posted on there the other <laughs> night. Hey guys, it's Slay Alls. It's Slambo. I borrowed his. Or I borrowed Slambo's phone to post on here. If you Google Ron. <laughs> Slambo, you find our show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've never posted on any of the fake show sure pages too, for a you reason. You as your own Facebook. <laughs> so I'm sure if you throw that, the mix, it's even more Robin Slim shit comes up. Like, thanks for ruining a bit for us, Slambo. Yeah. There goes Rob's neighborhood. I deleted it right away. What, what happened, Slambo? You were what? I was kind of drunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured. Excuses. Oh, I'm just drunk. He's in Africa. But I, <laughs> I was drunk in Africa. You're only Wait, supposed so I, to send me dick pics when you're drunk, and that's it. No posting on that, fake uh, shows. The I dick pic? That fucking, <laughs> uh, almost as good. I have the Mr. Ron's Neighborhood intro if you want a preview. Yeah. A sneak preview. And it's going to be Ron. Ben, Ron Burlington is the host, and uh, just like Ron and friends. So me and Slim will be whoever the fuck we want. Mr. Ronald Burlington is a newly retired special ed teacher from Mastic, Long Island with strong community ties. He's always had an open door policy, and now he has an open door podcast where various people come in and sit down to discuss the world we live in today. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be Ron's neighbor? That's a That was awesome. That's so good. David, the producer. <laughs> Thank you, David. You're the best. And David's on tonight. David's on 9.30. Right. Uh, did you... Uh, you don't watch. Uh, Walking Dead, the Whispers are the worst. They're the worst. Oh, really? Like, depraved scumbags. Like, you said they were worse than uh, anybody, right? Yeah. Yeah, At they were... Point? Um, They were very, like... They were very hateable because there was nothing... Like, where... <sighs> I don't know, Negan was a scumbag, but also you can kind Negan's of understand... Love, like, lovable. Yeah, now, lovable, like. and you can understand how somebody would go that way in a zombie apocalypse where, like, the Whisperers are just pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, well, they even captured one, and still, like, the bitch seems like a piece of shit. Yeah. Piece of shit. Um, but Negan, uh... Negan and uh, Judith, their relationship is still amazing. Like, he's, because uh, he realized his cell was open in the last episode before, and uh, he just got out, and he's leaving in this episode in, in the, the the new one, and uh, Judith sees him and has a gun out, and uh, he, she lets him go. Oh, and then uh, he's like, if, or she said, if, if, he, uh, if I ever see you again, I'm going to shoot. And he goes, I would. And he smiled. 
And he left, oh. and he went back, and it was kind of like just he had to go back to Sanctuary to see there was nothing there. Hmm. So he's coming back, and she shoots at him. But he's on he had a bike stash, so he's on a motorcycle. He goes down, and he's like, you didn't have to do that. But she's like, I said I would. So th- then he went back. So you know oh, he's going okay. back to Alexandria. I think he's going to end up uh, like being in charge there, because uh, Michonne, uh, what's her name? Denai Guria, the actress? She's leaving this season. Oh, okay. She just announced that, because I guess with all the uh, Black Panther movies and shit, She's right. leaving uh, this season, so I'm just pretty sure Negan's gonna end up like with Judith because there's no one else she should be with, and uh, probably like leading Alexandria. But I think it's gonna be like you said in the comic, right? He's the one that takes the whispers down. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I kind of got, and it was great too because there's a scene where like he's leaving, he's going back to uh, to the uh, sanctuary, and uh, he loses a bottle of water that he had, so he ends up drinking out of the lake, and he fucking throws up from it, and he's kneeling, and the producer uh, in an interview I saw. He was kneeling where Abe knelt when he killed Abe with Lucille. It was oh, like wow, fucking that's amazing. Deep. Yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy fucking shit. It was, it was great. It was great. Because really I was like, cool. I think the first episode Egan like showed himself in. Because before that, it was all the other guys. It was the dude with the handlebar mustache. What was okay. His um, but they were all like representing him. But then that was the first time you actually saw Negan was when he, when he fucking bashed in uh, Abe's brains. It's fucking crazy, crazy. And uh, that's slut. Rosalita or whatever. Rosita? I don't know. She's pregnant by the Indian doctor now. Okay. She can now all sorts yeah. of pipe. And Eugene's like, I love you. And she just like walks away and throws up because she's pregnant. And I guess that <laughs> brought on morning sickness. Yeah, I don't know what their relationship is. I know in the comic, like Eugene and her were actually dating. And then she cheated on him and had a baby with like somebody else. Oh. And then died. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. But yeah, no, the episode was really good. But yeah, what well, was uh, shitty? Like, like Negan had like a code... Like, his, one of his main codes was, like, you don't rape anyone, where, like, the whisperers are like, oh, yeah, you can rape anybody in our group. Like, oh, that's, nice. <laughs> like, that's how, like, fucking shitty that and group is. And the girl's is. answers were just so stupid. Like, Daryl, you could tell, like, knew she was lying, but then, like, some dumb kid was in another cell because he got put there because he was a dick. And it's, mm. the, it's the kid that uh, Carol's raising. I forget his name, but he's a stupid dick. And, okay. Uh, and during, while, well, like, I, th- I think at one point, like, uh, Daryl's, like, ready to just, like, put a knife through her head. And he, like, starts screaming to stop and shit. And so Daryl does it because of this dumb kid. And ugh. So ugh. He, that dumb kid, I guess, is kind of filling the role of Carl. Because in the comic, Carl fell in love with that girl that was the Whisperer. Probably. Like that's And Carl's, like, the whole reason why the Whisperers even went after them. Because he, like, went after that girl when they told him, like, no, stay out of our fucking territory. Oh, And he, like, know. chased her. I don't give a shit. So. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. What, uh, did you go to the, uh, group? Mm-hmm. Ryder said uh, she got a movie for us for the next drinking show, the next secret drinking show. It's called All Truth right. or Dare. It's on Netflix. I got the preview. She, <coughs> I forget. She watched a couple of Truth or Dare movies her and her friends one night. One of them was like a, a fucking porn without like nudity. There was this one, and then there was like an actual good one. But this is like, this was a crappy know. one, but it, it's hilarious. And she said we could definitely do a drinking movie too. Might have a seen drink this. Show to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't see this one. See, no, I thought I saw a preview for this, but same thing. I'm thinking that I thought maybe some of the other ones you saw. Different house, fancy clock. This place is in prime. Goddamn, Where yeah. Prime. Right we have a kegger in here. In this house, seven teenagers played truth or dare. Horrible. <laughs> 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 Painful deaths. All right, now what? Now we play the game. 
Ooh. Really, boys? Week out with Maddie. <laughs> oh, it looks so douche-telling. I'm not playing. That's not the rules. Who's no, giving the questions? Who's giving the dance? An addict? No. I think she said the house is what plays with them. Yeah, the house makes them play or some shit. I'm not doing it. This looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just start drinking now. I know. I want to like play True for Dare while watching this movie. <laughs> Rip the teeth. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Rip the teeth out. Whoa, the house is fucking her up. That house threw her. So what now? What do we do? The house is a wife beater. Finish the game. Whoa, why you gotta finish? Why are you just like never go back? Is this Jumanji? Yeah. Jumanji <laughs> with a fat guy in a hat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ripping his own teeth. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, this is definitely a drinking show. I, I think we did. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> she cut her fucking earlobe off, bro. Oh, I feel like we ju we're just seeing every single dare in the trailer. I feel like, like we're gonna end that and gonna end up doing all of it. Yes. <laughs> nice, nice, definitely, <laughs> definitely a good one. I also saw um that other movie trailer. If you want to see, did you see it? Us? Us? Yeah. No, but I uh, I love Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele from uh what was that? Uh, get New get out. Get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just saw this commercial during the uh, Walking Dead. I don't know if this is the same trailer I saw, but it's. It's the U.S. trailer, so it looks fucking good, dude. You see Slambo? No, no. Did you see Get Out, Slambo? No, I didn't. Oh, God get damn it, Get Out! I, I know who Key and Peele are. No, you don't. No. Not till you've Stop seen lying. a fucking Key and Peele presentation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic right there. I got five on it mean. It's about drugs. Yeah. It's not about drugs. It's about drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's about some drugs. I got five on it, bro. <laughs> They're on vacation at the beach. Did you hear Gabe got a boat? He's kidding, right? He's not kidding. Hey, I think it's vodka clock. Oh, yeah. Where's Jason? <laughs> it's vodka clock. Alright. So like, that's like Frankie Two Sticks on the beach. I didn't know if you were lost. Stick with me, and I'll keep you safe. It looks like it's gonna be just as crazy There's as you know. It's probably the neighbors. But you have a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora. Put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, <laughs> we can get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Scared the fuck out of me. Dude, he's a master. <laughs> oh, my God. It's that. You people. Oh, is it the same thing? It's that, yes. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> That's why it's called they us. They look exactly like us. Yeah. They think like us. 
They know where we are. Dude, this movie looks cool as hell. Yeah, this looks fucking moving. awesome. Yeah. They won't stop until they kill us. Until we kill them. Looks fucking amazing. Fucking want to see right. that. Yeah, Holy shit. Good. So good. Like, so good. That looks awesome. Yeah, that does look pretty good. Um I saw the trailer for the new child's play, which looks alright. Wait, they're like too rebooting bad. it? Or? Yeah, oh. there it's a reboot. Um it's different, I guess like Chucky is now like AI, it looks like. Did you oh. see the cremation dildo? I did see that. That's <laughs> hilarious. Fuck someone after you die. <laughs> Go to that. <laughs> But I was trying to it's talk about Chucky. <laughs> oh, I see. It was a shitty movie to begin with. This dildo could be filled with the ashes of your loved one. Oh my god. For uh, most Ooh. of us, it seems uh, that discussing sexuality and the death, sexuality and death in the same breath is taboo. But uh, not for this Dutch guy, Mark Sturkenboom. Uh, <laughs> it's controversial boom. 21 grams. <laughs> project features a glass dildo that can hold exactly 21 grams of a cremated loved one's ashes. <sighs> in 1901, <laughs> I guess it started all the way back then, 1901, an American doctor named Duncan McDougall determined that the soul weighed 21 grams. Yeah, that's um, a, okay. there's a movie, 21 grams. Watch that shit. Uh, the dildo... Is accompanied uh, by other fixtures uh, designed to help the user revive an intimate night with the, her love again, as uh, the ring holder and the fragrance diffuser. I guess you buy all this other shit to go with it. Yeah, you gotta the buy all the accessories that holds holds it all. Locks with the key and can be worn as a pendant. And the box can play music from an iPhone to set the mood. Oh my god. Look at this fancy oh, box out. Oh, the key and Please, I got five on it while she fucking... <laughs> Why, you oh, widow. Creepy. Is that a butt plug in there? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I like the speakers. Are you... We gotta buy this. We gotta buy that. How much is it? I don't know. Buy it for I'm, Sleepy Lucas. I'm putting it in my will where if I die, Slambo's gotta put me in a dildo and put me in his ass every night. Yeah. Every night for yeah. at least five minutes, I gotta be in your ass. <laughs> wow. It won't be any different than it is now, Slambo. <laughs> the comments are great, and one person was just like, isn't this kind of just like necrophilia? I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. That's why, it's, that's why it had to be done by Stokenblocker. Stokenblocker and Decker. What, uh... What was that shitty movie you were talking about? Child's Play? Did the they remake uh, Pet Cemetery 2? I never re saw the original. Yeah, they are remaking I didn't it. watch the trailer for that, but I did see that they were remaking that. What's this other shit I saw? Uh, I don't know. It's on uh, Netflix. I saw it in uh, Umbrella Academy. Have you seen Yeah, that, that looked like a really cool movie. I saw a couple like trailers for that. That looked cool. I think I saw a trailer for that in the movies. Like You want to watch the Child's Play uh, trailer? Do you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This movie sucked to begin with. I loved it, man. I don't know. I like Chucky. That happiness is about I hate most everything. Entertainment. It's about being known, understood, loved. Introducing your new best friend. People, let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> 
banned him or something. Okay, it's the guys that did the reboot of uh, it's Ed. My buddy. <laughs> did you ever have a my buddy? No. You should have. It's for like weird kids. Not poor kids. Weird kids. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a doll for boys. It was called my buddy. It was for kids that had no friends, I think. <laughs> Chucky? How does a doll do that, though? I think that's what, like, Chucky was based on. I'm gonna get you the My Buddy. Yeah, you got Google is. open, or just go do it on YouTube. Put My Buddy commercial. Or uh, I can send you the link. If... You might be right, because, yeah. like... Do My Buddy commercial. I think, in, like, it in, came out in the 80s. So, in the, um, in that trailer... <laughs> oh, my God, that was creepy as Go on My Buddy, My Buddy commercial. What were you saying? In oh, it says like B-U-D-I. And Lucas wearing a Chucky outfit. That's, that's like what a, that's yeah, really yeah, what that's they made this off of. Yeah, yeah, because I, I noticed like in the trailer for the new movie, the commercial was he was in a seat that said Buddy and everything. Yeah, right? so, yep. Yep. yeah, yeah. It's a total <laughs> fucking homage to that and like I guess some sort of a Teddy Ruxpin thing. But yeah, it, it's based more on this piece of shit. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go, he's creepy. gonna go. That is a creepy And it guy. looks like a weird kid. Like, it's got a bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> looks like I, I, I kind of like... riding around with this. I, I looked on a like wheel. the doll when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the kid that has no friends. The kid's dressed odd, like it and everything. It's the odd content school that nobody wants to like... The commercial's kickball. creepy. My buddy. From play school. Ooh. Yeah, no more of that. Ugh. God damn. <laughs> uh, would you rather have a my buddy or the cremation dildo? A my buddy. Why? Because uh, I'm not. Because it's just I creepy. I think just fucking fucking your dead loved one is disgusting no matter how you music do it. too, bro. <laughs> that fucking shit. That hooks you up. It gets you in the mood. Y'all plays a lot of Driz songs. <laughs> you should buy one. Oh, yes. And then, yeah, resell it. Be like, yeah, this is... Uh, this when are we going to get a My Driz doll? <laughs> when aren't we? Yeah, now there's only one Driz. <laughs> my Drizzy? <laughs> my Drizzy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the button in his hand and it wraps. I'd buy that. <laughs> How much? Yeah, it's like about five hundred. Yeah. I'll talk to a guy. <laughs> Give me the five hundred now, Slim. But I need to show it to him up front just to get it to happen. So. Yeah. Right, I like five hundred at a blow job. Yeah. Scrape it together off my floor. <laughs> and you what else get to scrape off your floor? <laughs> uh, some lint, maybe some, some uh, jizz. Cat some hair. crusted jizz. Crusted jizz. Some hobo some spit because they just come into your house and spit on some you and your pet. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to uh, Philly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll save it. We were going to yeah. save that for a special show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I guess it's about break time. I got uh, amazing uh, Too Many Rapes tonight. Ooh, excited. Fucking loving the Too Many Rapes. Song. I got a... Uh, what else? I don't know. Yeah. That's it. Oh, who else we got on tonight? Uh, we got uh, Dan from You Watch I Listen podcast. Uh, Trisha Martin from Lucid okay. uh, Film. Is it Lucid Film Productions, I think? Mm -hmm. uh, Jeremy from the Geek Geekish cast. And uh, Bill the Bell with Bobby Blaze and David the producer. Awesome. So fucking stay around, fuckers.
Alright. Where's uh this? Here we are. This, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> He's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. He had Pokemon cards. He, he, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three, three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Nice, nice. That was mass star. Fuck yeah, you, you knew Tino? What? No. It was funny. I was working at a job once and I don't know if I was talking to somebody asked me like, cause I think I had just moved back to around here and somebody's like, I think it was my buddy Larry that we used to work with. And he oh, was okay. like, do you know Larry, so-and-so? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I know people from like back in the day, like Tino and some fucking clown we used to work with. Oh, I know Tino. No, you didn't know Tino. I would have fucking known you. <laughs> was it Slambo? Slambo used no. to work with us. <laughs> it, was, it rhymed with Jews move. Oh, Jews move. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, god, that guy. He was a douchebag. He guy. was a fucking piece of shit wrapped in skin. <laughs> uh. Yo, what were you saying about too many rapes? Do you like this one? So far, I'm fucking loving yeah, it. Actually, this whole I'm, season, I'm I've been sad. really getting like, into it. This like, is the yeah. last one of the, the Electric Boogaloo, because it was good. The yeah. characters I loved, I loved all of it, but this, this is a great one tonight. 
That's next, and now it's uh Frankie sings the hits. Yeah, what the fuck is that yeah, shit? You fucking, <laughs> you fucking, uh, you've let people down, Drake. Yeah, you think he's just gonna cut me like that? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. I like it, Frankie. Frankie, is that like a weird Fangry? fucking? Frankie, yeah, I, I think I just did like a Ron Driz combo. I don't, I don't even fucking fuck. know what that was. Hanging out with Ron too. You gotta edit it out of the show. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm not gonna embarrass myself like that. You've already have. It's too late. <laughs> it's already there's 190 episodes of me embarrassing myself. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole lifetime before that. This is just recorded. <laughs> yeah. The recorded shit. <laughs> Mute your mics. Oh, you have a part at the end, Riz. Yeah. All right, mute his mic, though. We don't need him this week. <laughs> now it's time for Frankie Sings the Hits with your host with the most, Frankie Tube Stakes. Soldier, Eminem. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. Yo, never was a thug, just infatuated with guns. Never was a gangster till I graduated to one. And got the rep of a villain for weapon concealing. Took the image of a thug, kept shit appealing. Willing to stick out my neck for respect. If it meant life or death, never lived to regret what I said. When you're me, people just want to see if it's true. If it's you, what you say in your raps, what you do. So, as part of your obligation to f- fulfill, when they see you on the street, face-to-face, are you for real? In confrontation, ain't no conversation if you feel. You're in violation. Any hesitation, I'll get you killed. If you feel it, kill it. If you conceal it, reveal it. Being reasonable will leave you full of bullets. Pull it, squeeze it, till it's empty. Tempt me, push me, pussies. I need a good reason to give this trigger a good squeeze. I'm a soldier. These shoulders hold up so much, they won't budge. I'll never fall or fold up. I'm a soldier, even if my collarbones crush or crumble, I will never slip or stumble. I'm a soldier. These shoulders hold up so much, they won't budge. I'll never fall or fall fold up i'm a soldier even if my collarbones crush or crumble i will never stumble <clears throat> i love pissing you off it gets me off like my lawyers when the fucking judge lets me off all you motherfuckers gotta do is set me off i'll violate and all the motherfucking bets be off i'm a lit fuse anything i do brings in news pistol whipping motherfucking bouncers six two who needs bullets? Soon as I pull it, you sweat bullets. An excellent method to get rid of the next bully. It's actually better, cause instead of you murdering, you can hurt him and come back again and kick dirt in him. It's like pouring salt in the wounds, assault to get sued. You can smell the lawsuit soon as I waltz in the room. Jay Sandlin halts and stops, calls the cops. All you see is Sandlin coming out his halter top, running and ducking out the Hard Rock's parking lot. You'll all get shot whether it's your fault or not, because I'm a soldier. These shoulders hold up so much, they won't budge. I'll never fall or fold up. 
I'm a soldier. Even if my collarbones crush or crumble, I will never slip or stumble. I'm a soldier. These shoulders hold up so much, they won't budge. I'll never fall or fold up. I'm a soldier. Even if my collarbones crush or crumble, I will never stumble. I spit it slow to these kids so they know that I'm talking to them. Give it back to these damn critics and sock it to them. I'm like a thug with a little bit of pock influence. I spew it and look how I got you bitches rocking to it. You motherfuckers could never do it like I could do it. Don't even try it. You'll look stupid. Do not pursue it. Ugh. Don't ever in your life try to knock the truest. I'll spit the illest shit ever. Been dropped to two inch, so ticky talk. Listen to the sounds. Tick on the clock. Listen to the sounds of Driz as he licks on a cock. Listen to me. The sound of me spilling my heart with this pen. Motherfuckers know that I'll never be Francis again. Full of controversy until I retire my jersey. Till the fire inside dies and expires at 30. And Lord have mercy on any more of these rappers that verse me. I put a crush on authorities in the face of adversity. I'm a soldier. These shoulders hold up so much, they won't budge. I'll never fall or fold up. I'm a soldier. Even if my collarbone crush or crumble, I will never slip or stumble. I'm a soldier. These shoulders hold up so much, they won't budge. I'll never fall or fold up. I'm a soldier, even if my collarbones crush and crumble, I will never stumble. Yo, left, yo, left, yo, left, right, left, 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 <laughs> that was good. Was good? <laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Frankie's the best. Yo, fuck you, man. <laughs> right, it's so great. She said she's dying at the Jay Sandlands. <laughs> that was amazing. I, mu I muted my mic because I started laughing, and then yeah. you could also hear Slambo's oh, laugh after yeah, like <laughs> come over to my mic. So. Oh fuck, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> All right. Oh shit. Too many. Electric Buggly Guy Slambo? Yes. All right. It's right here. Is it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Electric Buggaloo 3. All right. <clears throat> God damn. All right. You ready? Yep. Electric Buggaloo 3. It's got uh, it's got Trisha and uh, Gordon again from uh, Lucid Film Productions. Uh, Dolos is... Uh, Dolos. Crumb from Casual Crumb, Ryder of course at Flirt Ryder Doll is the Fembot and at Spicoli TV, that's our narrator. And who the fuck are you? I'm the Doctor. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me bring it back to the beginning of the script. It's perfect. Is my shit lowered? No, I put you right back on. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Lost in Rapes A 
After decimating up the Too Many Rapes Penitentiary, the city of Rapesville, and the entire planet Earth, a giant beam of light shot Frankie Tube Stakes, Doc Rapenstein, Brian Rioni, The Driz, The Warden, Daxter Coxman, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Gerbils up into a UFO, hovering above where the planet once stood. This is their one and only chance to fix everything. They are... Lost in Rapes! Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. As Frankie and his army of zombie fetuses make their ascent to the city above, they discuss their tactics to combat Dolos the Deceiver and his robot army. Ugh. Ah. Ah, fuck. Captain Tubestakes, are we going to keep these disgusting fetuses around after we take down Dolos? We just might, you fucking junkie. They're kind of growing on me, and why not? If they could kick ass in a fight, I'm getting sick and fuck of the. I'm getting sick as fuck of those stupid fucking gerbils. But sir, with all due respect, they're disgusting. They leave bloody afterbirth streaks everywhere. That's yeah, pretty sweet, asshole. And at least it's better than the bloody cummy streaks your asshole leaves all over the fucking ship. <laughs> Captain, do we have a plan of attack yet? Yeah, asshole. The fucking gorilla has a flamethrower, and little Clumpy has an axe, and everyone else has Nazi machine guns or gross dead baby powers. That's the fucking plan, shithead. I'm gonna slay the fuck out of everyone I can, Mr. Tube States. That's a spirit, little clumpy. I'm proud of you, boy. Dang, Jeff Double T. You like the fight and never kill me. <laughs> Up in the city above, Phantom Boner and friends are at the mercy of Dolos and his mechanical army. Yo, yo, yo. Did you trick us or something, Dolos? Yeah. ha 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 Yes, you simpleton. My name is Dolos the Deceiver, and I am the god of trickery. I brought you down here to steal your crystals and have you breed with the women I have locked in my castle so I can abort their babies, then use their souls to power my energy field and army of automatons. But you couldn't leave well enough alone could you? Yeah, well, joke's on you. Because I don't have a dick. Yeah. And I'm fucking gay. Yeah. <laughs> and for the record, I hate being tricked. Fucking despise it. It's like that time when I was a kid and this happened. Yo. Yo, my uncle was like, hey, Driz. And I was like, hey, uncle, 
He was like, yo, Driz, why don't you come over for the party tonight? And I was like, yo, nobody said you were holding a party. And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking holding a party. We're going to fucking have all kinds of burgers and shit. And I was like, all right. So I went over there. And he was like, yo, Driz. And I'm like, yo, what up, uncle? He's like, come to my bedroom. Yo, come to my bedroom. And I was like, all right, is the party in there? Are you growing burgers in your bedroom? And he's like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, all right. So I went into his bedroom. And he fucking stripped down. And he poured barbecue sauce all over all over his fucking dick. There was like barbecue sauce all over his dick and I sucked it off because, you know, that's what you do when there's barbecue sauce on the dick. Yeah, yeah but it, but fuck, man. I thought it was like fucking chicken, but it was just his dick and he poured barbecue sauce. I don't know why I forgot that I watched him pour barbecue sauce on it, but like, fuck, I fucking sucked it. And he did it like a fucking 20 different times. Like one time he was like, yo, Driz. And I was like, yo, uncle. He was like, yo, come over. I was like, why? He's like, we're having a fucking beach party. And I was like, yo, why do I gotta go to your house if we're going to the beach? He's like, because I gotta give you like a towel and shit, and I have towels at my house. So I was like, all right. So I went there. <laughs> he was like, Driz, <laughs> come to my my bedroom. I was like, why? Right, what's in there? He's like, there's a bunch of sand in there. Yeah. I was like, all right. And he fucking poured sand all over his dick, and I fucking sucked off the sand. Yeah. Because sand, it's fucking good. And when I was gonna go to the beach, I was gonna eat a bunch of sand, but he put it on his dick. I don't know why I forgot that he put it on dick because I thought we were at the beach, but it was really on his dick. Yeah, fucking uncle. I fucking hate him. Your uncle sounds like a great guy to me. You were lucky to have him in your life. You ungrateful piece of shit. Guards, finish these assholes. Before the guards could raise their weapons on rape force, the fembots stormed into the throne room. She was looking sexier than ever, and angry as fuck. Where the fuck is the captain? Nice, that's what we were trying to find out when this piece of shite tried killing us. Oh, you losers are so fucking pathetic. Do I have to do everything? Phantom Boner, or <laughs> whoever you are this week, stand back to back with me. And kill anyone coming toward us with your disgusting lava balls. And don't you dare sing a song about it. Y'all, that's fucking weird, fanbot. But that is fucking weird. I'm only used to having guys behind me. Shut the fuck up and do as I say. And for the record... I wouldn't fuck you with that nasty junkie Brian's dick and the gorilla pushing. <laughs> the Fembot and Fanda Boner kick some serious ass. She shot Dolos the army with lasers concealed in her wrists and blew some of them up with sleek shoulder-mounted missiles. Fanta Boner flung balls of lava everywhere. But as soon as the robots fell, they got back up and attacked again. Mwahahaha! You'll never be able to defeat my automaton army. They're powered by fetus souls. And I have millions of them under the city. That's what you think, asshole. They're fighting for me now and we're gonna fuck you guys up. Fuck, baby. Daddy's glad to see you. You're a sight for sore eyes. Can we keep these nasty kids? They're kinda cute. Thank God. I thought you were whoring around with some cheap floozies, baby. But those nasty things aren't stepping foot on Rape Force One. Light them up, Phantom Boner. No!
Although nothing can ever erase the putrid smell of the burning dead babies, the Fembots quit thinking saved the day. Once they died for good, all of Dolo's soldiers fell over lifeless, leaving only him in front of the team. But you, you could you could all stay here living in luxury and fucking all the women you desire for the rest of your lives. Don't 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 you guys want that? Uh, sorry, Dickless the Deceiver. There's only one girl in the entire universe that I want to put my dick in, and she's standing right here. Baby, would you do the honors? Aye, aye, Captain. After killing Dolos the Deceiver, Rape Force filled the main ship with all sorts of food and cool stuff they looted from the city. As they flew away, Frankie blew the planet to smithereens, and the crew went back to their cabins to get some much-needed R&R. Uh, come here, sexy. I'm gonna put a little clumpy in you. <laughs> Ooh, you know I'm not ready for that yet, baby. Mmm. Just put it in my ass. I'm in the mood for anal anyway. Aye, aye, baby. That's too many rapes. No! Yeah, what she said. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna miss Dolos and the dead baby zombies. <laughs> uh, last Very week, sad. Last week, Ryder said she never wanted to hear the Driss say, "Come on, my little asshole again." <laughs> that Driss song that I was the best. Yo, I didn't even get to the sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> he just thought of it. <laughs> oh shit! God damn, that was good. <laughs> All right, I, I forgot to come in my ass last week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Ryder said that extra no got killed her. That was like the outtake. Because usually I'll throw in like outtakes. Usually if it's somebody like like Gareth, he used to throw in shit in between and all that. <laughs> it was so fucking good. That was a great episode. I that don't was know. Awesome. I, th I think uh, Greaser needs like a spinoff though. Eventually, I think so. Like Greaser's yeah. Heroes or something. <laughs> Greaser's Heroes. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know that Driz still of. had fire powers. I thought that yeah, went away. You didn't read the I, script and then live that episode. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, after the he still had the powers. That was the thing. He's had them ever since. He's used I had them. No clue. <laughs> I just <Jerky>. forgot. <laughs> Has he actually used them previously? Yes. <laughs> like almost every episode, not every, but yeah, yeah. I was there even after the butt plug. He still had the powers. It was like. Oh my god, let's get a break. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was really good. Hey, it's Ryder.
I actually got to be honest, no and I- I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Timeshare. Uh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. You gonna save that money, Slambo? Oh, I'm saving Is it better than Trump Care? even better. I thought nothing was better. Nah. <laughs> is, is Trump care a real thing? It's Obamacare. <laughs> I think he just renamed it. <laughs> and made it shittier. <laughs> and he also invented parades. Ryder what? Just told me uh, last night that he, I guess he went to France and he saw like a parade celebrating. So this 4th of July, we're going to have parades celebrating our our country. It's, he just came Isn't up with it. He just came up with it. That what we do? We always that have parades. What's going so. on? That guy's delusional. <laughs> He's just like this is mine. No president in history never has ever had a the parade. <laughs> we haven't borrowed anything from them since the statue. And yeah, French fries. It's good freedom fries, <laughs> freedom fries. motherfucker. <laughs> what uh? <laughs> where's the drizzle? Oh my god, he's a fucking piece of garbage. What do we got? What do we got in Drizzle News? What's that? I don't know. That's a guy. Uh, father. <clears throat> I can't read. Scroll up! Let's see. Let's see. Miami missing dental. Go dental. Santa. Uh, retired. Man, go man. Always, Always go, man. Always go, man. And dental. Uh, what else is there? 
Santa. I don't remember these. Retired. Yeah, I guess it's retired. I guess. Who gives a shit? All right. It's just drizzle news. <laughs> <laughs> Stop downplaying drizzle news. It's the only way Slambo gives any real information. Real well, world I forgot information. about that. What, what was that? <laughs> you said that. We've, it's a direct quote. <laughs> What the? F- <laughs> She's disgusting. She yeah, she's fucking gorgeous. She is this kind of bitch. That's why I picked it. Whoa, I do it. Yeah, fuck you. She's fucking mine. Y'all look at those eyebrows. <laughs> Dental assistant, charge. After stealing uh, expensive necklaces and wedding rings from sedated patients to fund her drug habits for the win. Yeah, that's gonna... like something I would do. How else are you gonna fund a habit, right, Driz? Yeah, fucking right. She's fucking hot. Look at that. A New York yeah. dental assistant has been arrested for allegedly stealing necklaces and wedding rings from sedated patients to fund her drug habit. Arietta Groovers is 38 is accused of stealing jewelry from at least two patients while they were on a sedation at the Long Island Implant and Dentist. In Rocky Point, New York, on January 31st and February 1st, police say among the items stolen was a $2,000 gold and pearl necklace, a $3,000 gold and diamond wedding ring. The patients were under nitrous oxide sedation, and at the time, they didn't realize Julie was missing until later. Would you ever drizzle on a patient under nitrous oxide, Driz? Yeah, I was gonna say, she kind of does what I do, but mine's a little bit different. I just fucking drizzle on them when they're asleep. Maybe you should gas them, motherfucker. Maybe you get more business and more jewelry. You ever think about that? They later informed the dentist, Dr. Nick Augenbaum, of the missing items, and he got police involved for the win. Police managed to track the stolen jewelry to local pawn shops and were able to recover them for the win. Gulver Gallus. Uh, had been hired just three weeks earlier. She didn't waste any time, right, Tris? Oh, fucking right. I wants you gonna fund those fucking drug habits. Cooper yeah. was fired from the dental office soon after the patients reported the stolen jewelry. Police and uh, they're appealing for other patients to come forward if they believe they've been victimized. I would just say I lost some shit, right, Tris? It's the best way to get free shit, right, Wavy? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, up. Like, I, don't, wavy. I don't understand why she got, like, fucking arrested or any of that shit. Like, she was just doing what you're supposed to do to sleepy people. You steal shit from them. Yeah. Any potential victims are asked to contact Suffolk County Police Department at 631-852-8752 for the win. Are you going to call them right now, Wavy? Oh, bro, I'd like to go back and victimize me. Bro. What are you going to tell them you lost your brooch? I'm going to tell them I lost my weed and my... Shoes. Y'all remember that time I put bro. you to sleep and fucked you in the ass, you fucking faggot? I was wondering who did that, bro. But it's okay, because I teabagged him when he was under nitrous, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Man arrested on suspicion of impersonating an LAPD officer. Yeah, he kind of looks like an LAPD. APD officer. You have LAPD an officer? <laughs> Los Angeles, a man whose authorities say he was uh, recorded antagonizing demonstrators during Black Lives Matter protests in January has been arrested on suspicion of impersonating an officer. I thought it was going to be a little Chinatown. Look at the guy. Oh, me so cop. Me so cop, me club yo. Me club yo. Come along all day. Yo, is that a real story? recording you have of him? Yeah. <laughs> I just played it. Daniel Sohn. 36 was arrested Friday at Los Angeles County uh, Sheriff's deputies after they noticed 
He was wearing a shirt that said Los Angeles Police Department logo. And they realized he was just a Chinese guy. <laughs> that happens. Oh, be so sorry. Be so, so silly. Y'all, aren't you allowed to wear, like, police officer t-shirts? I thought so, Driz. Mm. The video posted on, uh, you gotta get point there, Driz, on social media last month. Shows the Asian man. Uh, period of wearing wear the shirt. And, uh, chanting white power. But he's not white, he's yellow, <laughs> right, Driz? He should be chanting brown rice. Yo, he should be chanting fried Chowton. rice. Me fried yeah. rice. Put a weird Kung fu. Yeah. He, he screamed white power. Dragon, dragon. The group uh, was processing the fatal shooting in October of an unarmed black man by an LAPD officer inside a gym. So he's like, let me piss you black guys off more. Me, me play joke, me go pee pee in your coke. Sheriff's deputy Joanna Warren said, Stone told the deputies he was uh, regularly posing as an officer to get respect. Me want respect, white power. That's the only way to get respect in this Chinatown. Was this Rucka? Stone was released on $2,500 bail. That's not much bail at all. Warren uh, didn't know whether he uh, has an attorney or not. How much would you drizzle for 2500 Yeah, I drizzle a lot, like fucking buckets load. Yeah. Any barbecue sauce like your uncle used to do? Yo, don't bring back those fucking memories. Uh, as the video circulated online, LAPD quickly said he's not a member of the force and that he just bought the shirt on uh, eBay. Yeah. The apparel worn by the individual, specifically the shirt, is not a department issued uh, and uh, accessible to the public. Me got shirt. Joke on you, white power. <laughs> I don't. I feel like that's fine though, because like I see people all the time wearing like secure shirts that just say security, like whatever. White power. White power. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so saying white power is not okay <laughs> for an Asian guy or anybody. But that's only for like, guys like Slambo. Yeah. Only Slambo could yell white power. I have a. I have a special license. <laughs> Whoa, that's called racist. Keep that for your podcast. <laughs> Retired police officer arrested after shooting at shoplifted sub- suspect. This is not how you stay in uh you retire, you need something to do, right, Chris? Yeah, he used to be a police officer. He can still fucking shoot criminals. Riverside Sibla, a retired police officer, was arrested Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, after shooting outside of a Home Depot store in Riverside, California. It uh, started when a man was allegedly running out of the big box store shoplifting. The retired officer saw him and opened fire. What else did you do, right, Driz? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That fucking guy was a criminal. He was stealing shit. You gotta fucking shoot him if you got a gun. What do you think about yeah. that, Wavy? Trump's fucking America. Cool. America, bro. to say the man tried to leave the store without paying. It was unclear what he was taking. Store workers tried to stop him. The retired cop somehow got involved and was also telling the suspect to stop. He didn't. And he was driving away when the retired police officer fired a few times at the car. Police say one of the bullets grazed the suspect's neck. He then drove himself to a nearby medical clinic where workers then called the police. Thank God they saved that guy, right, Driz? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a fucking fat guy wearing an Everlast shirt. What else yeah. would you wear when you're a fat guy? Would you ever drizzle on that guy? Yeah, I'll fuck him on. Kind of looks like the guy he sucked the barbecue sauce to. Is that hair yeah. or is he like that guy from Star Trek with that shit on Yeah, oh my God, that's my fucking uncle. He used to like say he was going to be like a boxer and stuff, but he never really boxed. He just He just boxed his dick in your mouth, right, Chris? Yeah. The police looking into the shooting later determined it was not justified. They arrested a police, retired police officer for assault with deadly weapon. Meanwhile, the shopping suspect was in the hospital Saturday night and expected to be released and given a ticket for a misdemeanor theft for the win. 
That's all he did. He didn't do nothing wrong, right, Driz? Yeah, I'm fucking right. I don't fucking do anything wrong. You gotta bail your uncle out every now and then, right, Driz? Yeah, fucking right. With sand in your mouth and duck sauce? Yeah, no, I was like. You lick duck sauce off me! Sweet uncle. I got my cop sauce shirt on. You lick duck sauce, Driz. Yeah, no, my uncle's not Asian. I don't got any fucking Asian. You do now! You do not look at accessory! Look at my family scroll! I mean, I'm your uncle, Driz. White power! Play power in your mouth. Be so sorry. I just, just <laughs> a fucking fat guy wearing the Everlast shirt because like Everlast is like a fitness company. Wow, and you're just Breaking disgusting news. and fat. <laughs> I have an Everlast heavy bag in my bedroom. Asheville dildo. Well, yeah. Your panty pack. They last forever. Uh, definitely do Katie. She's disgusting. Does anybody <laughs> else agree with that? Like, I thought she was hot, but no. That's crazy. I like, she got, looks like she got a fucked up bottom tooth. Uh, where's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah go for Will. Go for Will. Will. Uh, and go for Bets. Bets. I bet you. Um, all right. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. Might not be able to get these shoes anymore, Slambo. He looks very disappointed he right now. I'm so disappointed. Um, Katy Perry, blackface, shoe has been pulled from shelves. Was it called that? Like, I, I gotta know. Yeah, like, what? Did it have a picture of a... Well, scroll and read. Yeah, I'm kind of curious here. Katy Perry and her brand management group, Global Brands Group. Wow, what a shitty name for a fucking company, Global Brands. <laughs> have responded to the backlash, stating that the shoe collection was released in nine different colors. Oh, it's okay, we have Asian. <laughs> and envisioned as a nod to modern art and surrealism. <laughs> Look at this red one. It's Indian. Uh, they, they continue. They continue. That's sad. <laughs> I was saddened when it was brought to my attention that it was being compared to painful images reminiscent of blackface. blackface. What? I, I still well, don't understand what the fuck's going on here. Our intention was never to inflict she made racist shoes. any pain. <laughs> how do you make racist shoes? How do you make shoes racist? racist? Oh, and there you that's go. How you <laughs> that's how you make shoes racist. Yeah, yeah, that is blackface. Okay. That is like, so stupid. Wow. Even if. Even if you didn't realize that, that why would you even okay uh, a brand to release those? They're ugly as sin. Yeah, yeah, those are terrible. Oh my god. She got a whole shoe line. Of racist shoes. And look, one's clearly oh. white and one's black. And Shock. you're like, oh, I didn't They were no. picked up at Walmart. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. They, they, Katy Perry, how you have fallen? I don't know. Oh, my God. What happened to Left Shark? I miss Left Shark. <laughs> Left Shark. Her face shoe has two eyes, a nose, and red lips on them. And they come in two different colors, black, black, black and beige. I thought they said six colors. The black one is problematic because it looks like a lot... Looks a lot like the classic Classy, right? black face makeup, which uh, the fashion world does not seem to recognize. They, time like they and just time forget. again, yeah. like they just. Keep... Oh look at the others. There's different styles. Gold one. It's the Asian one. There's straps. <laughs> the face heeled sandals are also problematic, and Katie's catching major heat for having the shoes on the shelves, 
even singer Makisa blah 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 is calling for Katy to answer for this saying so we're just gonna let Katy Perry slide yeah she didn't Katy didn't know I I mean she shouldn't like you said like those are just terrible it doesn't matter what color they are whether they're black or white or gold or whatever fucking Uh. silver like it's a shit design (laughs) just shit it looks like she just put fucking googly eyes on some shoes would you if you you went on a date and this is like really hypothetical yeah and the bitch because I never go on dates what Um, would you do and she showed up with a nose like that? No, a oh, with shoe's those. like that. With yes, with a face. She actually looked like that. It was that shoe you were on the day with. What would you do? Would you fuck it? Yeah, I would. Would you slam your dick um, with the heel? No, nah, I, 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 well, I'm desperate, so I'd probably be like, those are nice shoes. Would you say, like, nice shoes want to fuck? Yeah, probably. Nice shoes want to fuck. Depends on how, how nice your tits were. That's, yeah, nice shoes. Can I see your tits? Do you have a bra that has that face on it? (laughs) That's a good one. Do you have a tattoo of that face on your back? How about on your vagina? (laughs) All right, next story. (laughs) You should get a tattoo of that. You should get a tattoo of that shit. Nicki Minaj cancels BET gig over Twitter diss. Damn. Ben apologizes for unauthorized post. So who, like, went on? Trump? Who went on there Twitter and like just tweeted? <laughs> okay, BET is making it clear the tweet targeting Nikki was unauthorized. Oh, BET. So somebody went on BET's like oh, Twitter yeah. and like tweeted this. Wow. I guess it was like an employee or something. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like the network says BET loves Nicki Minaj. Uh, we have supported her from the very beginning of our career and will continue to do so moving forward. Okay, I got to say, this reminds me of something I did at the rat once. Like, I was drunk with my boss after gag, and I'm like, and this, the, the secretary or whatever she was, we, we couldn't stand her. Like, she'd come in the office and we'd just throw shit at her. Like, scissors and, <laughs> and staplers <laughs> and shit like that. Steak knives. She was a cut. So one night I'm like, bro, dog, wouldn't it be great if we put all the shit from her desk, like all the, the pictures and personal shit on the top of the toilet bowl? And he's like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then we got in a lot of trouble for didn't it. Didn't it go over we got well? got a lot of trouble for it. <laughs> like, you think it's great when you're drunk, when you're boss after a gig, but you realize, like, you could lose. You could lose uh, a fucking gig with Nikki or something. Yeah. Yeah, so but I that's, that's funny. Works. I think that's, yeah. a, that's amazing that you chose. <laughs> and it's not like you just took and all her best. personal belongings and just pulled them out of her desk. You put them on top of a toilet, of a toilet bowl. <laughs> but then, uh, also, he tried moving everything back. Like, he felt bad afterwards. But he left one thing. And I guess she saw it and started crying and went to, like, the boss is over us. And so we all got to talk. Oh, to my God. Uh, the statement continues. Ultimate, unfortunately, we, the respect we have for Nikki was violated by the this post and should never have been What written. was the post? Is that a, a thing of oh. it? Young Money... Uh, no, that's her though. Young money will no longer be appearing. Oh, oh here it goes. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> Nicki Minaj is being uh, dragged by her lace front. Cardi B is the first solo female rapper to win ah. Best Rap Album. So it just and yeah, fans are weeping. So yeah, yeah it just right. it just mocked her, and it's kind of funny, kind of funny. Yeah. What else is whatever. there? Anything that's down and that what you're supposed to do as like a company like that? Yeah, like that's I don't part I don't of see. your job. She's so funny. Oh, look at that picture. Is that Party Nikki down there? Um, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I'm fucking hot. <laughs> I wanted to ride my unicorn. <laughs> You'll recall Nikki and Cardi had a salty pot past getting into it at NYFW party last September. But both uh, women uh, were squashing the beef. 
It sounds like Nikki's just pissed about the jabber. Not so much at the celebration of Cardi. Yeah, you want to know something that TMZ doesn't even know? Fucking Nicki Minaj has a really big dick. <laughs> Fucking huge. <laughs> <What's this? laughs> this is a piece of shit. Oh my god, what is that? What's the story? Will Smith, Aladdin, fans fuming. Who's the Smurth? I guess they're making oh my a, god, a real life. Terrible. Like a real people, uh, Aladdin, he's the genie. He looks oh, like Oh, yuck. So I, I, I forget, like... I forget what uh, friends of ours on Twitter like posted a, uh, a a poll like what would they rather have seen as as Will Smith and uh, I was like Smurf I forget what else it was like the thing from Avatar and oh, somebody okay. just replied yeah anything without Will Smith in it yeah, it <gasps> oh my god that Will is Smith, awful wishes there's a great chance Aladdin fans uh, wish to unsee his portrayal of the genie because <laughs> Disney fans are pissed there's a trailer. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want to watch it because I want to see like how one fan tweeted. I want to hear him it talking. Turns out that Will Smith's Aladdin genie will haunt my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> will Smith's genie uh, appears in my room and I when I have sleep paralysis. Yeah, there's some good ones. There's some good. He looks fucking stupid. Oh yeah, he does. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. he looks. Terrible. Why would you even make Aladdin a real like real people movie? Like ah, they're doing it with all of them. They did it with that one years yeah. ago. Um, Lion King, I think they're doing a live action of. Yeah. Hopefully, like, somebody really gets mauled by lions. <laughs> Where's the trailer? <laughs> Alright, let's watch the trailer of Aladdin. Let me make sure everybody at home can see it. This is gonna, this is all of our first time seeing this trailer. Yeah, Sambo, you I haven't seen this? It. I've never seen it. Alright, here don't we go. Don't lie. No, I, I've I, seen it 12 times. I came yeah. every time. So far. Is that Iago? This Harry Aladdin. Alright, Desert. Camels. From yeah. Disney. It's very Disney. Brings me back nostalgia. A torch. Nobody's gonna be better than uh the dead guy. Bring me the Robert Williams. All right, Jafar. I kind of I kind of no like Jafar. Yeah, now. he looks good too. Aladdin. There's the cave. The cave looks awesome. Aladdin. The monkey looks great. Is that um Orlando Bloom? <laughs> Everything looks cool. Everything looks really good. Agrabah's cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, this looks actually really good. Yeah, Jasmine it looks great. Right. The tiger in the background, cool. And he's just. The the thing that ruins this. <laughs> Alright, the genie's coming out, he's running right. You really don't know who I am. Oh no. Genie, wishes, lamb, none of that. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he did ruin that. And he was, was only in it for a second. And everything, everything else was amazing. Everything else looked like, yeah, no, they nailed it except for that. That was awful. Wow, I hope they have time to redo that. <laughs> Robin Williams is turning around in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of a smurf. Picture. Aladdin like 2019. <laughs> wow, that is awful. Something yeah, what the fuck, man? Some Everything might argue he was too blue. Some say it, it was his voice. Everyone loves it when Will Smith when Will's bad, but this is not that kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will Smith's been in some great movies. Uh, well, I Robot. Yeah. Uh, Independence Day. Yeah, that was the good. Original. That was good. Did you see the sequel of that? No, I, I haven't I seen the sequel yet. I kind of enjoyed yet. it. I took the boys a couple of summers yeah, ago. I, heard I thought it was, it was all right. Cool. Yeah. Definitely was good. And he's, yeah. But this is <laughs> like, this I, is like I, the end of your I career. I don't even <laughs> think it looked... It, it, it kind of looked bad, but not too bad. Like, when it first showed up in the trailer, I was like, all right. It was when he started talking where I was I like, know, oh, was I don't know. eyes looked small. They, I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Probably better off just using, a, like, a CGI genie. Probably would have been better. Yeah. 
Fuck Disney. <laughs> you just ruined, like, one of the best animated films ever. And I don't even know if the TV movies ruined them. I never even watched them. But didn't they do, like, a sequel of three? Yeah, just I did, for, they did. Just for straight to VHS. Disney had a series that, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just remember it was, was on, like, yeah. before or after Gargoyles. So I remember, like, when my, when my sons were little, I, I was up at, like, four in the morning. I think with you and he couldn't sleep. And I just had it on TV. And it was, it was crap. It was crap. Yeah, it was pretty crap. It was, crappy. like, an animated, yeah, but whatever, like. It's good to get your kids to go to sleep, I guess. That's all I was good for. Mm. Yeah, that's all I was good for. Was that your favorite Disney movie? Animated Disney movie? Uh, yeah, I definitely saw Yeah, I used to love Aladdin. I never saw that other Lion King. Lion King so I was I already was too my old favorite. for it. Yeah. For Disney when when that came out. Like I was still like I don't know, middle school or something when that came out. So yeah. I like that. I liked uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I'm trying to think great. I liked the mermaid. The Mermaid was good. But same thing, they had a crappy, uh, Disney had a crappy, like, show for that. Like, that was yeah, on one Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. They had a PlayStation 1 game, too, that was terrible. I remember that, too. I like the, uh, the, the Kingdom Hearts shit. I, I still gotta get the new one. I still got a PS4. Yeah. I heard the game's good. I heard it's good. I forget what they have now that, like... It's like new stages and shit. It looks cool. Um, Big Hero yes, 6 Big is Hero a really cool yeah. Toy Story yeah, for the first time. That's kind of alright, I guess. Not a fan I'm of sure Toy Story. Sure, it's good, but yeah, I am. But uh, the games are always like weird. But yeah, yeah. it's probably good. It's probably good. Kingdom Hearts. What do you got, Slambo? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm working on getting a PS4 myself. Actually, I don't know, every every time I, I go to grab one, something comes up that year with a text. Yeah, me. yeah. That's what it's been. So I've been thinking about it too, and the same reason. Well, there's a couple games I want. I want the Spider-Man game. I yes. heard that is great. I want uh, Kingdom Hearts. There's a couple others. I, I want. I want the uh, last Uncharted that they did. Uh, yeah, man, that looks cool. And there was a couple others. Uh, I heard the, uh, the the fucking what's the thief one? The Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that Assassin's one I heard was really yeah. good. I, uh, my buddy Carlos and uh, and I'm refusing to buy it on the Switch. The uh, South Park game. The yeah. Fractured oh, Butthole? Yeah, yeah Fractured Butthole. Oh, yeah. the superhero one, right. Yeah, and they did it yep. on uh, the Switch as well, but I just won't. I won't. I refuse to. Everyone says it's got to be the same, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't How know. come you refuse to just because you like Stick of Truth? I or? think it's going to be better on the PlayStation. I yeah, think the they, game is going to be better. They've the always kind of okay. toned, the, the Nintendo's always kind of toned See, their versions down. I don't think they're doing that anymore, but yeah, I remember even back in the day with 64, yeah. they had uh, like blue for the blood. Yeah, yeah. Instead of red in like, I forget what game it was, but yeah, they've Mortal always Kombat, done maybe. something. Probably. Yeah. Probably that. Or uh, Resident Evil. I think it was oh, Resident okay. Evil. Yeah, you, and probably that too. I, I don't even know. Well, I remember Resident Evil 2, you could like choose what color you wanted the blood to be. Yes, you, I, I do remember yeah. that. I always would make the zombies have like green blood because <laughs> it would just seem like it was, it was grosser. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what it was? The Super Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat had no blood. And I don't think there was an option to turn uh, it on where like that's... the Sega Genesis had the option to turn it on or off. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have a Mortal Kombat game without blood. That's no. like the whole point of the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Violent. Yeah. All right, I guess we're going to break. All right. We'll be back with Dan from uh, You Watch, I Listen. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than... 
$3 a pill. If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-605-1683. 800-605-1683. That's 800-605-1683. Have you visited Club Midnight? The hottest virtual nightclub on the internet today. Club Midnight. That's M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Music, authors, filmmakers, and so much more for the dark at heart. Club Midnight, where darklings come to play. Clubmidnight.com C-L-U-B-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E dot com Robinson Show. Hey, how you doing? It's Dan from You Watch, I Listen. Good, how you doing, Dan? Not bad, man. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Right. Pretty good. You're in uh, North Jersey, right? Yeah, we're up in the sticks, covered by ice and snow. It I was going to ask. hour to get off, out of my neighborhood this morning. Oh. It was real fucking nice. We got rain, bro. We were in South Jersey, but all we get is rain down here. Right at the shore. Yeah, where, I, where I'm from in Jersey, like literally if you drive 10 miles south, <clears> it'll be like two inches of snow. But where I am, it's like six and a half and <sighs> no plows for four hours. Oh, you're up in the mountains, dude. Yeah, where we are, it's closer to New York State. Like, literally, I could drive oh. right to New York State in five, ten minutes. Wow. Um, it's it's way more the boonies than it is closer to New York City. Shit. Yeah, I grew up up north, and I was, like, ten minutes from the city. So I figure that's, like, where you, where you are. Where, where, uh, whereabouts up north? Uh, New Milford. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where I'm call, where I'm from, it's called West Melford. It has nothing to do with uh, New Melford. There's a lot more uh, yeah, there's like and Confederate flags. Horses. <laughs> you guys got, like, horse ranches out there? And, like, yeah. So New Melford <laughs> was just like, fuck West Melford. We need Milford. to build a yeah, New no, Melford. We're not going to West Melford. We're settling in New Melford. Yeah. <laughs> West Melford is where they send people from New Melford when they want to get rid of them. <laughs> I remember too. One of the first like anti-drug commercials like showed our high school, and it was such a joke because like all the other towns around us just called us like New Melford Get High School because everyone was fucking getting high. So. Oh yeah, my, my high school was very much about the anti-drug stuff, and in the same classes where they're showing videos, yeah. my friend is asking me to cover for him as he's crushing up pills to sort him on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were the first. We were the first school that had uh, dare as well. Like that's just so oh. funny because the same dare officers would pull us over like years later and be like, "Why are you driving? Get get home. You're too drunk." <laughs> oh yeah, I remember when, when I remember when Derek came along and like it was like sixth grade in class and they're talking to us and then like after it's done the cop pulls me aside and he goes, "Hey, I know your brother. 
don't get mixed up in the same things he did. I'm like, I'm 11. Like, what's the problem here? <laughs> Give me a few years, bro. Yeah, we also had um one of the cops. I forget his name, but he was like, yeah, everything's fine in, in moderation. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't say everything, but yeah, you were a good cop, officer. Yeah, I mean, wow. Some of the people who want to smell about heroin, I'm sure they're full listen if they're not six feet under already. <laughs> yeah, that's not all right in moderation. But fuck, bro. But your show, Dan, uh, you watch I Listen. How long have you guys been doing it? You know, we started it back in, I want to say, April or May of last year. And it was me and my buddy, uh, Ralph, who I've known since high school, that started it. And it was just one of these things. We're, like, hanging out and we just shoot the shit. And we're like, why don't we just record this? Because I, I did a sports podcast a while back that ended up with a pretty good following. And, uh, you know, life comes up and it just things got in the way. Mm. I live with my girl. And we have this garage that no one was using. Like, we didn't. We, what, what do you use a garage for? You don't put fucking cars in it. And right. uh, we decided, let's let's soundproof the thing. Let's get some shit in here. Uh, we hung up all kinds of posters and everything. I had the equipment, uh, built a rig and everything. And uh, it just kind of went from there. Cool, cool. Yeah, because it has got a great sound. That's why I was wondering if you had done a previous podcast or like, uh, I don't know how, how you guys put it together, but it sounds great. You guys are great together. It's really good. Yeah, well... It, yeah, the unfortunate thing from the beginning was um, when Ralph, Ralph uh, he's not the, the co-host anymore because, unfortunately, he works for uh, a major, major um, mobile phone company, I'll say, without mm. giving the name away. And he is in HR. So <sighs> even from the beginning, with him on it, it was a matter of, like, tiptoeing around certain things. Mm. Um, and he, and eventually he ended up getting a promotion just a few months ago where he's, like, one of the heads. Yeah. And he said, I don't want to hinge on anything you want to say. So he's still involved with the show. Um, the new co-host, Taylor, is a very good friend of ours, one of our first guests we had. And uh, now I can let loose a little bit more and say the things I want to say, which sometimes get me in trouble. Yeah, I already know I'm going nowhere. I'm a, I'm a scourge of society. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with the show. <laughs> so. No, I, I embraced a long time ago that I'm an absolute nothing. So I'm just going to ride with it. <laughs> Jeez. What do you guys do? You, do you guys, um, I mean, you guys do like the regular bands or stuff, but you guys also like each one of you guys review something different, correct? Like an album or a movie. Correct. correct. So I'm a, I'm a huge cinema buff. I, I watch a ton of movies. I have a ton of movies and uh, both Ralph and Taylor are huge music guys. Um, they, they both like keep up with movies too, but I go pretty deep and uh, we decided each week I'll give a movie. He gives an album. We come back the next week and review them. Um, and it, that's really only like 15 to 20 minutes of the show. Okay. And then we just kind of shoot the shit. You know, we kind of stay in the world of uh, movies, music, but then we'll look for like weird, out of control news stories, all the yeah. bullshit <laughs> PC culture we like dissecting and picking apart. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was listening. Yeah. Very much like, very much like in that kind of stuff. I, I loved it. Um, Correct. Yeah. When I, was, I, I was listening as well. I'm like, oh, these guys get it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, do you ever pick like something fucked up though? Do you ever pick like a shitty album? Like just to fuck with your body? Oh, like... yeah. Ralph gave me an album, a Lou Reed album called Metal Machine Music. And, you know, I know Lou Reed. Everyone knows that that awful song that they play all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot the name of it now. Yeah, yeah the same too. one that no one actually wants to hear, but we pretend we do. <laughs> um, and I was like, all right, I'll give this album a try. Mm. And it's a, 40 to 50 minute album of just ambient noise because Lou Reed was a pretentious asshole what? that wanted to piss off record executives. And Ralph knew this and wanted to see if I'd actually listen to it. And I'm like, I, I, oh. I, each song is like 12 minutes of just noise. Oh. And I'm like skipping each song. I'm like, this son of a bitch. And I think I gave him, uh, uh, one time I gave him like the awful, unreleased Fantastic Four movie from 1990 that you have to watch on YouTube. <laughs> 
Is it like four guys in their backyard? I might have made that. I might have made that, Dan. It might be a little bit better than backyard, but not by much. Wow. I just, all I know, like, I never watched that movie, but I had heard at the end, does the foot of Galactus just kind of come down <laughs> somewhere. I kind of want to watch it on like a, a secret show. Like I want to just yeah. like have a Saturday show watch and that. just watch yes. it. When, when I gave it to Ralph, he, he committed to only watching it when he was on the toilet. He was on YouTube anyway. He's like, this is where this movie deserves to be watched. Oh, I that, love it. That one and, and uh, you got to watch the, the Captain, Captain America, America one. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I I know the Captain America. I think I bought that at like a local convention <laughs> for like ten dollars on some ripped DVD that some pedo made in his mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. He's got the latex and Captain he, America suit on. Yeah, you know, and we we try. I I try to give things sometimes that'll have like a fundamental disagreement. Um, I'm definitely a tougher critic on music than either of those guys is on movies. Um, I'm very particular. I used to be really big into music, music my, from a family of musicians, but mm. Taylor gave me like a country album a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, this is horse shit. I don't need this. <laughs> and so, and then the one that Ralph got, he actually got mad at me about. He tells me it's his all time favorite album, and I go into it with an open mind. And of course, I hated it, so I shit on it. And he, he was convinced I was. He was convinced I was fucking with it because yeah. I love trolling. I love trolling my friends <laughs> to the point where like I have a troll on a friend that's been going on. For Two and a half years now, wow. and he, yeah, we, we convinced we convinced this guy that uh, like me and three or four of our other friends that we're watching this awful show on AMC called Into the Badlands, some dog shit like samurai martial arts show. I've I watched like the first episode, and, and I was like, Ugh. the commercial confuses me. Yeah. so like I'm not touching this. Yeah, well, we, we watched like the first twenty minutes of an episode. We're like, this is awful, but we convinced our one friend that we're so into it. So he gets hyped for each season and then comes to us with like recaps of it. And we've convinced him this long that yeah, we're we're watching this dog shit show that he is literally the only person in the world watching. He's still watching it? Wow, you guys are good. Oh yeah, he's Oh no, we're we're pretty pretty fucking mean. We were on a, another podcast earlier this week, um, the hashtag shot for likes podcast. And Taylor, my co-host, might be the person I fuck with the most. And one of the most famous things I did was for like a month and a half, I texted him just in all caps, and I told him that my phone was stuck in caps lock. And he's like telling all his friends, oh, my buddy's phone's stuck in caps. He's just a dumb asshole that couldn't figure it out. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, you guys I have... gotta constantly been like, be like, what's what's coming for me? You guys gotta constantly be wondering what what no, somebody's that, gonna do. With, said. Like, to fuck with you. A couple of my friends said something like that. Like one of them was getting like text message marketing, like we all get randomly yeah. for like a mortgage, and he's convinced still that <laughs> I signed him up for it. And it, it's not outside the realm of possibility. But yeah. eventually, if I get caught, I'll just I'll be like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> I, I have but to that, tell I, this. That wasn't me. One of one of my good buddies has been pulling off for years now. One of the greatest trolls ever. Uh, to a buddy that, well, Rob knows both these people, but I'm just going to mention the one that this troll has been uh, uh, doing to uh, a BL. So oh. uh, my my buddy has, like, he moved out of state or whatever, and he still happened to have this guy BL's number. And so for the past, like, five years, he's been just getting random phones, like any phone he could find. It's somebody else's cell phone or whatever, and he will take a picture of his shit and send it to BL. <laughs> And he's been doing this for years, just like once a month, he'll just find a random phone, go wow. like, hey, buddy, let me borrow your phone, borrow take your a phone. picture of his fucking shit, and send it to BL. And this dude, BL, has been getting just shit pictures oh. from random numbers for the past, like, five years. 
I don't want I don't want friends that are going to be nice to me. I want them to kind of treat me like shit because I am going to treat them like shit. <laughs> You're our kind of people, this, Dan. <laughs> the, the same thing with my co-host. This is this might be the meanest of the the trolls I've done to him, and it's a two-parter. So we, um, me and my co-host, we actually met working at Best Buy for a while. Um, that's like one of my closest circle of friends or people I met working there. And I decided to come up with this game that we called, we just called it Taylor. And if you were working and you're in like a circle of the coworkers, you did nose goes. And the person who last put their finger on their nose had to kick or hit Taylor in the balls just out of nowhere. And it got to the point where like we had miners that worked there going up and just kicking him in the dick. Uh, but one, the one time, the one time when we, me and Taylor were working, he was up at the front register. And he's talking to one of the cashiers, and I just see him like I'm like this is too perfect of a shot, and I lost earlier, and I hit him with one of the cleanest Muay Thai kicks to the dick. Was he and helping customers? Taylor's a, a big boy. Taylor's like six three, and he's like three fifty. He's a big boy, and he fell, and his fucking pants came down and his bare ass was out like right in front of customers and we both got reprimanded for it so he eventually got pretty fed up with that to the point where he threw a printer at one of our co-workers and um so i, I changed the game and I, it was it was just called taylor 2 and it was again nose goes but if you lost you had to post something extremely nsfw on his facebook wall um, we're talking just horrible shit. I think the wow. one that ended it was our, our buddy. <laughs> he posted, it's this like big jack naked dude sitting poolside. And there's like a, a wolf that ha and the guy has his cock in the wolf's mouth. <laughs> it's on his public Facebook wall. <laughs> wow. I wonder how many messages or calls he got from his mom. Like what's, is everything okay, Taylor? <laughs> Oh, he, he he just he turned off his Facebook wall after that. So to this day, no one can post on. No his one face. can put. Fucking, oh I, I, this was like five years ago, and he still doesn't want anyone post on Facebook. Dude, you fucked him up for life. You fucked him up for life. God damn. Yeah, he said that several times. He's like, and I fucked him to the point that he questions everything. That's you. You you are a success, Dan. In my eyes, in my eyes, you you yeah. You've... Hey, listen. I, I'm an Andy. I'm an Andy Kaufman guy. I live for the long troll. Yes, yes. <laughs> I agree. They don't make him like that anymore. They Sasha Baron Cohen. He is. He's amazing. Mm. He he's the closest one. Mm. Uh, you know, Andy Kaufman. If he was around now, he'd be like the biggest star in the social media age. Yeah. The only yeah. other person that I think that kind of he definitely trolls people, but he is also just an asshole. Is Kanye West because he's just a prick, and the fact that he, every time he does something outlandish is right around the time he has an album coming out, and people don't realize. Yes. That's I was thinking also, uh, uh, Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn for a while was doing some oh, amazing. Colin, yeah, Colin, notorious and one of the most underrated guys ever. Period. Yes, totally agree. Totally agree. I want to ask too: Are you guys friends with Bobo from Opie and Anthony? Yes, actually, um, I've I've hung out with Bobo a couple times. Um, wow. Last year, Ralph and I actually, because we just, you know, we we see people fuck with them all the time, and justly most of the time as well. <laughs> uh, we decided, you know, let's let, for Christmas. We I work for a ticket company. I, I I do web design for a company like a company like StubHub, kind of. Okay. Um, I was like, yo, let's take him to a Devils Rangers game. So we got tickets. He met us at Prudential Center. We took him to a game. Uh, I've, I've seen him. I've met him up, up with him in a bunch of Mets games, but he actually uh, invited both Ralph and I to Anthony Cumia's Halloween party uh, this past year. So we were at the compound cool. with Bobo awesome. and all all different people that you've seen and heard on O and A throughout. The yeah, that's cool. But uh, I, I remember like years ago. I think I messaged him because I think I'm friends with him on Facebook or whatever it was, and I messaged him to ask if he'd come on, and he's like, 
I gotta find out if I'm allowed. I just want to know. Do you know who decides what he's allowed to do? <laughs> Does he have to check with like Opie? Um, okay, so this is a little bit of an elaborate question. Uh, so how long ago was this? First of all, years. It was probably like when okay. we first started. It was probably like so towards years. the end of ONA or right after ONA. Yeah. And you guys started in like 2014, right? 2014. We started probably a couple months before Anthony got fired. Yes, yes. Okay. So um, as far as he had asked someone, there's a good chance that he had to run it by his mom because of all the shit he had gotten into throughout the years and the amount of people that told him to, to come to these things and then he's just sitting there like an asshole waiting. Um, you know, even when like we told him we were going to go to the hockey game with him, yeah. um, he we were like five minutes late, and he's calling my phone every thirty seconds because he's so used to showing up to things that people said they'd be at, and then they're not there. Oh. Um, so he's just he's used to being with, fucked like, with. Yeah, great. Yes, and um, I mean, I'm sure if you guys wanted him, I could put in a word for you, and he'd probably give a give a phoner. Oh yes, I would I'd love to. I would love to uh, pick his brain. Have, have you guys? Have you guys listened to his uh, his Christmas album or the Bobo Show EP at all? No, I don't think so. Okay, so he did um, an album with the guys that actually did our opening song, and they do they're doing audio work for us right now. A uh, great group of guys out in Chicago called Lobo Sound, and they uh, under they kept it completely under wraps and did two different albums with Bobo over a period of time, and uh, they're they're pretty funny. Uh, you can go to lobosound.com and check them out. But, um, you know, we met Lobo Sound through Bobo, actually, and those guys became pretty good friends of ours, and they're doing a bunch of work for us now, too. Cool, cool. Yeah, you guys, your intro is great. I love your opening song. I, I really, I really enjoy it, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, that was, that was all Lobo, man. He was just listening to the show, and he came up with that. We're like, oh, hell yeah. And actually, we're, he's putting together a new one for us because the Don't Sniff It, Just Do It, that's me and Ralph. And obviously now that Taylor, we got to come up with something else. And it'll probably be like a series of fat jokes about Taylor being disgusting. What was that from, the Just Sniff It, Don't Sniff It, um, so, Just Do uh, It? Uh, on an episode, for a while, Ralph and I were like doing these things where we found like awful things to eat. We did like the Death Nut <laughs> Challenge where... My, my girlfriend almost had to call an ambulance for Ralph. Um, and this one, the Don't Sniff It, Just Do It was, Ralph was doing like a, a juice cleanse because he was on some kind of health kick. And I was like, you know, what do you think it would be like if we threw like a Big Mac in it and then, then blended it up? So we were going to record in the morning and I would completely forgotten to get a Big Mac the night before. And I was like, all right, McDonald's breakfast is going on. Let me go get like a sausage, egg and cheese biscuit or something. So I go to McDonald's and I get two of them and we throw it in the, it's actually on our YouTube channel as well. We throw it in the blender and Ralph sniffs it and it starts out by saying it smells like when you go on vacation, but you forgot to take out the garbage and it starts to get that gnat. It was one of the worst smelling things I've ever smelled in my life. Yeah. And then um, we were about to drink it and I said to Ralph, don't sniff it, just do it. And then um, he got like a sip and I took like a solid like gulp. And I like fucking puked everywhere. Ah, it, was, it was horrendous. Slim knows all that. All that. He did a Spamuel Adams, which was a Sam Adams and Spam yes. in a blender. Um, what else? Hot dog smoothie. Ooh. Hot dog smoothie. Um, uh, corn, corn beef. I would try that one. Corn beef the St. Patrick's corn beef and cabbage and, and, and like green milk green I think milk, we had. Yeah, because they made like mint <laughs> green milk, dude. Yeah, he's drank a lot of gross. The ones. um. 
Dan, the, the hot dog smoothie was literally the worst thing I had ever tasted. It tasted like death because this wasn't just like, hey, it smelled like that. It wasn't like, hey, let's uh, ground up a hot dog in a bun. No, it was a hot dog, a bun, and everything that was expired in my refrigerator, plus everything that wasn't expired, plus oh. whatever was sitting in the cabinet and the nearby fly was all thrown in but there. Get, get this one, Dan. He enjoyed oh, SpaghettiOs and... He enjoyed SpaghettiOs and lube. The SpaghettiOs was- and lube was good because the lube was, like, tasteless. So it just kind of <laughs> tastes like uh, a creamy SpaghettiOs. Yeah, pro- the, the lube probably co- coated the SpaghettiO itself. Yeah. It was just, like, eating plastic. It was, that was good for you. So it was just better tasting than SpaghettiOs. <laughs> he likes that one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Did you see... Uh, being a movie buff, did you see the Aladdin trailer, Dan? Ooh. Uh, yes, I did see the Aladdin trailer. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude. <we laughs> Literally, just, I think I posted I posted a picture it. of Will Smith, and I said, I said, Avatar 2 looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Will yes. Smith that looks bad in it. Like, yes. everything else looks amazing. Everything else looked great, we thought. We yeah. just watched it before. So, yeah. The first teaser they showed for it, I was like, this looks pretty cool. Um, I, I'm... I'm looking forward to like the live action Lion King. I like the live action Jungle Book. A, and then yeah. I'm also not a big Will Smith fan. Will Smith is horribly mm. overrated. Uh, so yes. I was skeptical to begin with. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it, we've had this discussion on the show a couple times. Will Smith has I don't know if he has a single like movie I would call great under his belt. He's got a bunch of good ones, some good performances, but can you name a yeah. great movie, like a legitimate classic? I don't know Independence Day, which is Bad, good and bad in its own right. I'm a ninety. I'm a nineties kid. That was I. What was it? I Robot. See, I because I'm a nineties kid. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the first Men in Black. Yeah, I never seen a Men in Black. Really good. Really good. Yeah, really great movie. Bad Boys One and Two, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're talking his acting, he was great in Ollie, and he was great in Concussion. I just don't know like that movie that I consider legitimately great. As much as I like Men in Black and like I like Me- um, Bad Boys, yeah. I don't know if I consider them great movies. And when you think about like movie superstars, almost all of them have one movie you would consider legitimately great, like a yeah. classic. See, I feel that way about uh, Tom Cruise. Well, except for Tropic Thunder. But yeah, that was- Tom Cruise, right, I, that's where that's where I will fundamentally disagree. <laughs> <laughs> really? If when I look at his filmography, there's like very few movies on there I hate, and I am a diehard fan of the Mission Impossible series on top. Okay. Of it. Again, I've never seen one of those, so maybe, maybe. Have, have, have you seen the newer ones? No. Uh, I'm I'm not kidding. So the first two are whatever. They're they're 90s bad good kind of thing. Yeah. And then around three, when Philip Seymour Hoffman was in the third one, he's a, a great actor. Yeah. That's kind of when the series takes off, and then they they just turn into these unbelievably good. I know people that hate Tom Cruise that love the Mission Impossible movies. That's Especially what... the most recent one, yeah. I think was the sixth or seventh movie, and it was the best one. It wasn't even close as far as I'm concerned. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that was Tropic yeah. Thunder for me. Like, I never considered him anything good until that movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, that really is him? Well, I, watched, Thunder, he's, I watched the whole movie, and I was like, is that really him? Jewish stereotypes ever. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I can't believe they got him to do that. Like... <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like I, Tom Cruise is a tremendous asshole. Like he's not a good person. But <laughs> some of the classics, like uh, um, Top Gun, which is the gayest movie that, ever, Days of Thunder. I've never seen um, any of there, those. There's a Vanilla Sky, Magnolia, Collateral, um, Eyes Wide Shut, Kubrick's last movie. I liked. He's I got a ton that I like. 
I love. I kind of love the Vanilla Sky. That that is one I've seen, and I love that fucking movie. Yeah, that's that's an unbelievable movie, uh, and it did the twists and turns it takes you on throughout the movie. It's, yes. uh we actually that was the one I just gave Taylor for our last episode. I did hear that episode. We talked about Vanilla Sky. Yeah, and he had never mm. seen it. It's kind of one of those ones that flew under the radar. And the same thing with Magnolia and uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Eyes Wide Shut, which see, again was Kubrick's last yeah. movie. And you saw, I never a lot saw of that. people see it's creepy. A lot of people see political pol- parallels in Eyes Wide Shut. Um, as far as like the the sex rings that are existing out there, mm. cool. Yeah, I always wanted to check that one out. I never seen Vanilla Sky, so oh. that's one that I, I got to check Can out. Let me check it out. It almost reminded yeah. me of um, what was that one? Uh, oh my God, what was the Vietnam one with the acid? That uh, oh ah, God damn it, uh, Jacob's Ladder. It almost reminded me of it's like a Jacob's yeah, yeah. Ladder. Jacob's Ladder. Yes, v- very similar. Very similar. Okay. Good reference. I never saw Jacob's Ladder. Oh, okay. I saw a lot of movies. Movie, that yeah. Get Jacob's Ladder. But, but I do. Out. Before we move on, I do want to go back to the Aladdin thing. And I was talking to Slambo <laughs> on break. Who would have been a better choice for the genie? And like the first two people that came to mind for me is The Rock. Or Vin Diesel, Ooh. I I think would have been great genies. Who and then, plays uh, uh, the Guardians? Who's the big green guy? Oh, uh, oh Patissa. Um, yes, Patissa, yeah. I would. He Batista. would be great too. And then just out of nowhere, for some reason, like as during this interview, because I was just thinking about this, I was like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. would be like a revolutionary like genie. Like it would genie. be very interesting, Ooh. very different. And but I, I mean, 90s Robert Downey or now Robert Downey? I want 90s Robert Downey where he's got like coke and a gun in his fucking glove box. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they're doing with that Aladdin. I mean, it doesn't like I should have been a little more skeptical when Guy Ritchie was directing because oh. Guy Ritchie oh, yeah. hasn't made very many good movies. How so, the mighty have fallen. Yeah, pump the brakes on being excited for that. <laughs> I didn't know Guy was involved in that. The only one I like yeah, is that, uh, that makes it all the worst. I like Snatch. Snatch, Snatch I love. Lock, I never saw and Lock, Lock Stock and Two. Yeah, yeah that was all right. I've seen them both. Yeah, I think I like them both. Yeah. He's got a few good ones, but I mean, over the last few years, it's it's get to that point where you have to question what kind of territory their career is heading in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where it is. Dan, can you tell us what you have planned for the next episode, or is that hush-hush? Um, no, I can talk about it. We actually, um, so this week is episode 40, and usually every 10th episode we kind of mix it up where I give the, the my co-host an album, and he gives me a movie. They always have to clear the movie with me first because they don't know if I saw it or not, so oh. I still don't know. Um, we actually have a guest calling in. Um, if you guys never heard the story about Joe Lazito, uh, he was, uh, this was a, maybe six or seven years ago. There was a, a guy that went on a killing spree in New York City in the subways with a machete, just hacking people up. And uh, Joe Lazito saw this happening, and he saw two NYPD officers hiding instead of going after the guy. So was, Joe attacked the, the machete-wielding guy using stuff he had seen watching UFC. Um, and he got all hacked to shit. He had, I think he had like 30 to 50 stitches. Um, you could find it all over the internet because he's been in the court case with the NYPD ever since. Um, and it's the anniversary of that uh, attack he stopped. So he's actually going to be calling in on Saturday, on Sunday morning. Cool, dude. That sounds awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. Thank you so much for talking to us, Dan. Absolutely, man. I had a great time. And hopefully we'll have you guys on soon. Absolutely. Where can everybody find you? Uh, yeah, you can find us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play. You watch, I listen, or go to youwatchilisten.com, and we're on Facebook and Twitter as well. Awesome, brother. Have a good one. All right, man. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. You too. We'll be back. Dude, Dan's awesome. I'm fucking cool. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. We will be back with Trisha Martin from Lucid Frame Productions. Hey, Slambo. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh, yeah, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager, and go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern, Gernica Editions, G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D-E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com or Amazon.com. That's a lot easier to find than Gernicas. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby, I'm ordering that right now, yeah! Fuck yeah. Rob Slim Show, Rob Slim Show. Robinson Show. Robinson Show. Oh. This is Trisha. Trisha. Hi, Trisha. How you doing, Trisha Martin? Yeah, Trisha Martin. That's me. Trisha from Lucid Frame Productions. How have you been? I've been okay. How you been? Good, good. We haven't talked to you in, like, what, two seasons, I think. Is it two years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been about two years. When you did um, uh, Midnight, Me, and Bob McCobb, and now, is, is Lucid Frame Productions new, or is that something you've always had? Um, we've been in business since uh, 2012, but I was I never started a Twitter until recently for some reason. <laughs> I have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were off of there. You, were, you said you were in the middle of a move and stuff. Like, yeah, I thought you just, like, we're done with Twitter. I thought you just had it. Yeah, no, yeah, we were moving three three families at once at that time, so it was it was a lot. Yes, wow, that that is a lot. And uh, <laughs> what uh, what did you do in between there? Just just move. Uh, we moved and we were working at the same time, so it was it was my mom and dad were moving to Colorado. My brother was moving to Colorado. My sister in law and nephew were moving in with her parents to take care of her mom. And we were helping Sam move in, who uh, crashed, the one who wrote Bob McCobb. And we were moving. So it was, <laughs> it was just oh. a lot and working. Wow. And do you own or do you just uh, manage a theater? Oh, no. It, um, it's not. I work at the Opera House. And Gordon is the stage crew chief for the city of Norfolk. So he is one of the people, one of two people in charge of production for the seven venues in Norfolk, Virginia. And he um, advances shows. He maintains um, all the equipment, like soundboards and lights and everything. And he makes sure that all the shows go smoothly. Right now, he's at hockey. <laughs> he has to make sure hockey's going okay. <laughs> is he watching it, or is he is he, is he coach? What's, what's hockey? Uh, he's, he just makes sure, like, if... Um, any of the patrons get hurt or whatever, mm-hmm. or if the uh, hockey team people need something, oh. he's there. But he mostly sits in his office because we both hate hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not into the hockey. I'm not, I'm not much into the sports. <laughs> no. So he's like hoping somebody all. gets hurt. He's like, fuck, I hope that guy gets hurt. He's <laughs> well, yeah, he just radios to somebody if they don't already notice. There's a, there's at least one fight a night for hockey. Somebody <laughs> gets their teeth knocked out every night. Uh, yeah, that's what I think of in the hockey realm. That, yeah, you're just <laughs> going to get fucked up. Oh, God. But Lucid Frames, uh, what is Lucretia? Is that a new? Is that a new series you guys do? Yeah, Lucretia's new. It's um, Lucretia actually hangs in our living room at all times. 
Um, <laughs> She's like, I, what, is she a demon? Huh? Is she a demon? Is she, what is she? Okay, we do have a backstory. <laughs> it just oh. hasn't been put out yet. She's, um, Lucretia's backstory is she used to work for Houdini, because back in the day, and this is a true story, Houdini mm. had a squad of people okay. that he put ahead of him like, if he was going to go perform somewhere, like in a town, he would t- put his team ahead of them to debunk the charlatans oh, and learn awesome. how what the charlatans were doing to fool people. And what he would do is humiliate the charlatans when he came into town by recreating exactly what they're doing, like the table levi- levitation, the ectoplasm and stuff like that. So Lucretia's possessed, but she doesn't believe in the supernatural because of her work with Houdini, mm. and she believes that science will one day you know, explain why she's possessed. Oh, wow. I love it. I have I one question, it. though, because I, I fucking love Houdini, and I know a little bit about him. I've watched, like, a documentary on Netflix and read a few books here mm-hmm. and there. But so um, when he would debunk the uh, the other Chardons, would he then do, like, a new trick that they weren't doing and be like, I'm the real magic guy? <laughs> now that I don't know, that'd be yeah. interesting to research. Now. Yeah, I'm curious though if he was cut, but no, I think I, I think it was like I actually now remembering the documentary I've seen. I think he was very uh, on top of just like proving that people couldn't really do magic; that it was all just tricks. Right, exactly, because he hated people being taken advantage of. Because mm-hmm. those are the old school scammers back in the day. You know, now yeah. we get phone calls about the IRS. <laughs> Yeah. You know, send me an iTunes card. No, like, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm um, just watching the Lucretia uh, show, it really uh, reminded me of Space Ghost Coast to Coast mm. when I saw it. Well, I, I consider that a high compliment because I love Space Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I was going to say, are you going to put, are you going to uh, incorporate uh, like a piano player? Well, yeah, we, we are. Sorry, I just got echoey. I'm at the opera house right now. Um, let me go into the room that's not echoed. All right, um, we are going to do that. We just have to find another person to interview. That's why I want to, like, remotely interview you guys. That would be cool. We could I was get like say a that. crystal ball or something and have you in there and your voice come out or whatever. But um, we do have a band band leader. That's Mr. Smiley. That's one of my dolls. Um, oh. And then for the next episode, we're definitely going to have them comment on stuff in you know during the banter yes because um is it only one episode now with uh uh, who's the guy you had on um oh my god jmi gallagher yes jmi and i booked him uh, i think in april or so i have him booked for the show he's he seemed like a lot of fun and he's a horror oh my god he's hilarious he's hilarious i love him so much i've been friends with him on twitter for two years and him and his friend keith who played the guy who wheeled in lucretia's children (laughs) <laughs> they drove three hours to our house just to film that episode, and they wow. wrote the script. Wow, that's what I was going to ask. Like, how long does it take to actually make an episode? Well, this one was excessively long. It took us a few months because we were making all of the elements that we will also use in future shows, like the audience cutaways. Like, whenever I do a special effect makeup, Whoever I do it on, if it's me or someone else, we'll get at the end of whatever we're shooting, we'll get in front of the green screen and do like audience type things. And then we we um, photographed a bunch of my dolls in front of the green screen to be the rest of the audience. And then we have to go into After Effects and 
it's just it, it takes it took a long time. <laughs> I, I but the future so. episodes shouldn't take that long. Oh, that's good at least. Yeah, that's why I was I was thinking it was like a big production <laughs> because it's it's kind of like uh, a Jim Henson thing where you actually have like physical like puppets or whatever. Yeah, Lucretia, um, she's an animatronic, so we we shoot her in different poses, and mm-hmm. um, she moves her head back and forth like you saw and whatever. But um, but for for whatever we're doing, we might have to shoot additional poses, but that's not hard. We just move the couch away from the wall, set up the lights, and film her in whatever pose we need her in. And then I do the voiceover for her. I thought you did the voice. Yeah, I figured. I was going to say, too, you guys, you and Gordon on the, the Too Many Rapes. Oh, The amazing. demon amazing. <laughs> fetuses are amazing. How do you guys do that effect? Is that like a Wawa pedal? I'm not really sure what he put on there. He put a couple of different effects on there. I know one of them was, I think, um, reverb. But I don't know what the... It might have been a phaser effect. I don't know. He put it in Adobe uh, Audition to do that oh, cool yeah you guys killed it you guys killed uh well thank you killed those parts they were great i don't know <laughs> if you saw it tonight but it's been it's in one of my favorite like oh it's in one of my favorite of the series and like yeah i'm kind of sad that 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 part yeah, that that episode or whatever is over you know i'm gonna listen to it when i get home like if i'm at the opera house right now so yeah cool, cool. i'm just curious to when rob Asked you like, "Hey, I need you to play a bunch of dead fetuses in my uh, too many rape series." Are you just like, "All right, we need to like talk about this," or is it just like, "Yeah, I'm down"? <laughs> oh no, I was totally. I mean, I was like, "Yes, that was my immediate response." Well, you guys I thought it was awesome. You made our uh, our banner picture with yes. the, the 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 nuns. Is it is it the nun, yes. the bleeding nuns? Yeah, that's still up there. So good, so good. That's awesome. Thank you. I think I'm glad you guys liked that. That was fun to make. I sold awesome. those nuns, so I don't have them anymore. I was gonna say you actually make those like figures, right? Or those those things? Well, I I don't make them from scratch. Like I don't cast a mold or anything for them. I alter dolls, so I consider uh-huh. dolls and nuns and all that crap to be um like blank canvases that I bloodify and fuckerize. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a ceramic Ooh, penguin. Can yes. I send you my ceramic penguin so you can fuckerize it? Yes, absolutely. Oh my god, I would love that. The I, best oh, thing uh, that'd be great. The I be- will message you guys on Twitter and give you my address. Awesome. Okay. The best thing was last week. He told him a story that his mom bought it at the dollar store, but on the bottom there's a ten dollar price tag. <laughs> so she bought it after it wasn't even sold for ten dollars. She bought it at the dollar <laughs> store, but it still got the price tag on it. So. Church, it was like 10 years ago when I was a high school kid. It's probably more than 10, obviously, it was more than 10 years ago, but like, whatever. I was like, that I had this last stupid week. thing where I was obsessed with penguins and I was like, I'm going to take over the world with penguins. And 10, <laughs> fu- 10, 12 years later, my mom's like, oh, I got you this ceramic penguin for Christmas because I, I know you love penguins. And I'm just like, mom, that was like 12 years ago that I liked penguins. <laughs> so we have this giant ceramic penguin but we'll send it to you so you can fuckerize it i will definitely do that and i will love every second of it awesome awesome <laughs> or you could keep it for lucretia she could destroy it <laughs> oh she could destroy it well that's well, just what hmm. i'm telling you i can put it in her mouth <laughs> how long did it take to create that that automaton um, I actually, I got her from Spirit Halloween, but she looked a lot different. Like I said, she was a blank canvas. The, um, yes. the, 
the sculpt on her was really good, but um, none of the details of the sculpt had been taken advantage of at all. Nothing was painted. So I painted her face up. I, you know, painted all her wounds and everything. I made um, demon nails for her out of acrylic nails from the dollar store with um, latex to make her cuticles look all meaty and rotted. And then I dressed her in my clothes. I fixed her hair, put glasses on her, and that's how she looks now. But wow. she she was just wearing a blue nightgown, and she just looked kind of cheesy. And I don't know. Maybe she still looks cheesy, but I made her look better cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> what about the tarot cards? Like those tarot cards that she uses, are they real tarot cards, or did you get them specially made? They were... They are real tarot cards, but they don't have the... I had to go into Photoshop, and I made the actual images that we used for the show. Because they look sick, And that took yes. a while. That took about a week to do those. Wow. Yeah, because they look, they look amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. I plan on having T-shirts made. I haven't done it yet, but I was going to put, you know, make a T-shirt with the tarot card on the front and the Hanging with Lucretia logo on the back, and I'll let you guys know when I do that. I haven't had time... This month to do that yet? Yeah, I love I love that every card she pulls is just horrible, and JMI was just <laughs> so uncomfortable with it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was um, JMI's idea that was in the script. The descriptions were in the script, and wow. I just had to go off of those That's and cool. make them however I made them. How did you connect like, with them? Uh, the, the one for the Oblivion card with, that my, my description I had to go off of was a Unabomber dragging a bloody sack, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but I did use some of my Bob McCobb drawings as the borders of the cards. Yes. I was going to ask if you incorporated any of that in, into this. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I had to. <laughs> so what um what inspired you to do this uh this podcast like because usually when people say oh I'm gonna do a podcast just buy a mic and like not really let's a podcast talk, but... more like a, a talk show on YouTube yeah it's a talk show well when I first got Lucretia and we put her on the wall we we turned her on and we were just like holy shit this would be awesome can you imagine her hosting a talk show and that 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 was it <laughs> okay <laughs> that sounds like some of our ideas yeah like let's just let's do this too many rapes like yeah, yeah just, just run with it you just run with it if you have to why not <laughs> we'll see where it goes that's cool that's cool what um I saw too uh I, I know it's a change of uh mood or whatever but your father he, he needs uh, an mm. oxygen tank right Trisha yeah and I could go on a rant forever about about Medicare being a piece of shit because my dad worked hard all his life and he was a contract painter so he he oh. inhaled a lot of fumes yeah and um and he's got COPD and it's getting worse and he needs one of those mobile tanks that makes its own oxygen and they are expensive and Medicare, Medicare won't cover it. His insurance won't cover it. Nothing will cover it. Wow. So I had no choice, but to start a GoFundMe for him to help. Where can everybody find that money? Where, where can everybody what find was that? that? Where can everybody find that GoFundMe? Um, you can find it on my Instagram. I've got a clickable link and my Instagram is at Trisha Kitty Martin. And in my Twitter, I'm at Trisha Kitty at Bob McCobb and at Lucid Frame. Cool. And I've got clickable links to us. Go fund me on all of those. Well, and yeah, if I, anybody, if people can't donate, just sharing it really, really helps a lot. Yeah, I saw that he needed that, and and I saw you also post like it's a shame that we have to do that to take care of our loved ones. My dad was in a motorcycle accident over the summer and almost died, uh, and, and uh, he has some insurance, but like not for certain things. So yeah, like I did one for the stuff. 
you know, his insurance didn't cover. And it is. It, it's sad. But it also pisses me off when people post, like, I saw uh, a few months ago, I think it was, I showed Slim, some guy had his podcast equipment stolen. And he posted <laughs> a GoFundMe, and it was under emergencies. And I'm like, that's not an emergency. It made yeah. me so no. mad. So mad. That's not I mean, an emergency. I mean, that sucks. That yeah. really sucks, but that's not an emergency. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's a hobby, and you could make do with whatever you need to. But yeah, no. like that, I, I, It just got me so mad. I actually felt really shitty recently because I, I, I did one for my cat because he had, like, crystals. He was pissing out, like, shards. No. And I didn't want to do it, but a lot of my friends were like, no, just do a GoFundMe. It's for a pet. Yes. So I just did it as Dude, a pet. that's and... an emergency. That's an yeah. emergency because pets are family members. <laughs> and yeah. it was expensive. Yeah, no, that is. That is something like that. that is worthy of I, it's To me, that's an emergency. My cats, we have two cats, and they're my children. So, I mean... Yeah, I think that's valid. <laughs> Have you ever oh, dealt thing, with... Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was curious if you ever dealt with the crystals with the cats. The male cats, yeah, right? Yeah, so uh, not my male cat. with my female cat. And we oh. had to get her um, special food wow, that helps yes. dissolve the crystals. And it worked. Yeah. It, it's... Cool. um. What's that? I forget what it's called. I'll, I'll text you the kind it is. <laughs> Yeah, or yeah, not text it, you, I'll, I'll eat, or message you. It was a real scary situation because I had never dealt with that before, and um, it just his attitudes and everything. It was very uh, depressing. I, I got very sad because I'm just like, wow, this cat is just like not himself anymore. He's was just yeah. kind of moping around, wasn't very uh, not responding to any petting or anything like Riders that. Riders just mad at me that I never told her, but you never told me, you asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I didn't, I didn't want to like, because I felt weird about no, sharing it. So I just like, totally. I posted it on my personal Facebook and that was it. Because like, when she went on for my know. dad's, like she, she saw uh, Rider dolls, she saw like all sorts of other ones for like kids and, and animals and she just wanted to donate to everything <laughs> like yeah that's how it is that's right. how it is <laughs> she said well, next time if you need help with your cat i'll retweet the crap out of a campaign for you writer <laughs> <laughs> said plug it slim is it still up i do have it still up but Where it's it? um it's on my facebook page it's uh help my sammy <laughs> help my sammy on s-m-a-m-m-y yes okay yes well, I will be. I will look for it, and I will. I will retweet it for you. I will. I will put it out there for you because that's important. Yeah, awesome. thank you. Yeah, Sasha. no, that, I know. Like uh, a lot of male cats have that. Riders, one cat, Winnie had that, and and I know a lot of male cats get it. Yeah. But I didn't know female cats got mm-hmm. it too, Trisha. Yeah, they. Yeah, they do. Wow. Uh, um, I know male cats are more um, prone, susceptible to it, but yeah. she. It definitely happened to her. Wow. When is the next uh, Lucretia going to come out? Well, when are, when can we interview you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, we have to we have to discuss that. We do because can you do a Saturday again? Because I can do Saturday. We'd have to figure out like a Saturday show. Yeah, yeah. like an extra show. And we'll definitely be in touch about that. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'll give you guys my phone number, too, because we would need to discuss a script. OK, well, I would just say just do what you want. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's easy. Well, we can do that too. Yeah, that would be fun still. But yeah, yeah I'll talk to Gordon this month. It might be better next month because yes. the work right now is crazy. We don't have any real days off. I was going to ask: Is there a certain time of year that's busier for you guys? Um. Well, right now, let's see. It's Broadway season right now at at Chrysler Hall. So, like, we have Wizard of Oz coming in. We have uh, Lion King coming up. We've got a bunch of different shows coming up, but the summertime is usually slower. 
it's the winter, it's the fall and the winter time that's really busy for the entertainment industry around here. Okay, that's cool. That's what I was wondering. Um, and uh, are you going to do uh, Will Smith's Genie? Will Smith's uh, <laughs> Aladdin? Did you see that piece of garbage? <laughs> I don't, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think they, I think they ruined that. I think they ruined who, the Who franchise. do you think, uh, um, actors today, who do you think would pl- be a good genie? Oh, my God. Who would be a good genie? I have no idea who it, who, what's his name? Oh, shit. What, um, Oswald, uh, shit. Patton Oswalt, yeah, yeah, Patton would be great. That's a good one. Oswalt, yes, I think he would be so funny. Rob said, "Uh, Patissa was it? The guy that played Drax from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Drax." I was thinking The Rock. The Rock. Rock would be awesome. He would. I think he would be good too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like Disney couldn't get The Rock. That's why they picked Will Smith. (laughs) They couldn't get Rock or Batista. The Rock was just like, dude, I'm making my own movies. I don't need your Disney money. (laughs) I'm the fucking Rock. Right. (laughs) I'm still your. If if, if Andre the Giant was still alive, I think that would be great. Oh, that'd be good. What about uh, Big Show? Big Show. Yeah. That'd be all right. That'd be all right. Anything probably would be better Anything than Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a strange choice. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn! And is there any other um, projects you have coming out, Trisha? That that you could talk about? Well, we're tomorrow we're releasing a video that we shot. Where I'm, I'm a. I don't even know what I am. I look crazy though. <laughs> um. <laughs> It, I don't know what the title is going to be yet. I think something like Valentine's Day Horror Story or something like that. But it's about this gr- this girl who lures people into her house. And I don't want to give away spoilers for it, but it's it's kind of funny and deranged. <laughs> but that's going to be coming out tomorrow. Cool. And where what's that on? Uh, is that uh, Lucid Frame on uh, YouTube? Yeah, Lucid. Well, okay, it's Lucid Frame Productions with an S as our actual name, but YouTube apparently only allows a certain amount of characters for a name, so it's Lucid Frame Productions singular. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but that's us. If you just type in Lucid Frame, you'll probably find us, or or if you type in Hanging with Lucretia, we pop right up. Cool. And how's uh, Midnight Me and Bob McCobb doing? Oh, wow. Uh, it, not so good. We haven't oh. sold anything in probably a year and wow. kind of had a falling out with um, the guy who wrote it. So, oh, that happens. Yeah. Uh, but I still want to. I'm, in, I'm still making a coloring book for it. And any money I get from it, I usually was 50-50 with Crash. Yeah. But now that's not going to happen. His part of the money, we're, I'm just going to give to his son instead. Okay, so um, we can be honest here. We, like, interviewed him and thought he fucking sucked. Yeah, we were not impressed. <laughs> yeah, we, we were like, Trisha is so much cooler yes, than Crash. We were just we were just like, wow. He does ramble a lot. <laughs> yeah, we were just not in. Yeah, no, you're you're awesome, and he was we just, like, like, a waste yeah, of our time. Trisha was such a great interview, <laughs> but, yeah, this guy. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't there for that. He didn't come to my house or nothing for that. I mean, then he moved in with us, like I said. But yeah, that that didn't end well. But his son, who um, 
the main character, not the main character, Bob McCobb's the main character, but that yeah. the little boy in the story, that was based on his son. Yeah. Yeah. And his son and um, his son's wife, Morgan, live in, live in the mother-in-law suite. Um, behind our house, and they're wonderful. They are absolutely great. Oh, that's cool. So we're still good with them. Yeah, just not, just, just not. not Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Can you t- like give us a little insight of like what was so shitty about him? <laughs> oh my gosh, it was lots of lies. Um, uh, I feel, I just felt betrayed. Yeah. Betrayed. Yeah. He left a lot of damages behind, and said he was going to come and fix them and we're, we're renters and our names are on the lease and now we have to fill in all these huge holes that are in the walls and it's like our interns he never came, that's huh? the, our interns <laughs> yeah, he's a lot of holes <laughs> he's cra- crash hole. sounds like a real <laughs> billy mcfarlane <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i was just disappointed because i've known i've known him for so long and i really did think i considered him like a brother yeah and i felt very betrayed and because we, we tried to help him out all we could and it, it just it, it it didn't it just didn't seem to matter yeah. you know and it hurt it hurt my feelings yeah i can see that trisha we have to wrap this up but thank you so much yeah. for talking to us Oh yeah, I love you guys so much, and I will. Um, I will definitely message you my address and phone number. We will send you a penguin. Slim will send you a penguin. <laughs> yes. Where can everybody yes. find you, Trisha? On, uh, like I said before, on Instagram at um, Trisha Kitty Martin, on YouTube under Lucid Frame Production, or Trisha Kitty um, YouTube dot com slash Trisha Kitty. I've got my own channel too, and then there's let's see, yeah, Twitter at Trisha Kitty. And then I have the at Bob McCobb and the at Lucid Frame. And that's pretty much where I are all the time. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Trisha. Thank you. You guys have a good night. You too. We'll be back with Jeremy from the Geekish Cast and Belt Bell with Bobby Blaze. This is the Slambagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes do a big dog My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because Nuh-uh. I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes it coupon sense <laughs> Matt's a dapper dude dashing but I'm foobar mess Ew. Give me a beat, give me a pen in the pattern then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do a finesse Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better but I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations Expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that and ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. Said it worry because you're sure that a rapper spitting verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass. Sure, yeah. Oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back for the last. You're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com and start listening today. Yeah. Wrap up some show. 
Hey, it's Jeremy from uh, Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. Jeremy, how you doing, dude? Doing all right. What's happening, guys? Chilling, chilling, doing our show, man. How you nice. doing? Oh, let's see. My wife uh, had a flat tire on the way home, so it's me, five dogs, and a oh, grandchild right now. So we'll else? see how this fucking goes. Oh, 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 oh okay. man. What um, what show did you do first, Jeremy? Was it uh, Geekish Cast or was it yeah, Bell it was, to Bell? Geekish Cast was the uh, the first show I did. Uh, my wife and her sister wanted to do a podcast about writing, so I bought them microphones and shit to get them started. Yeah. And th- and then the new Star Wars movie came out, and I didn't shut the fuck up about it for about two weeks. <laughs> my wife's like, hey, maybe you should tell the fucking internet about this so I don't have to hear it anymore. I was like, cool. So I started a show. <laughs> so you got to do it. Which movie was it? Oh, this one was uh, The Force Awakens, like the oh. new, well, you know, one of the newer ones. Yeah. You didn't like yeah. it or you did? Oh, I loved it. But, okay. you know, I, I live in George Lucas's hometown. I grew up on fucking Star Wars. I was four when the original movie came out. I've got, you know, Princess Leia tattooed on one arm, the Millennium Falcon on the other. Oh, nice. I'm nice. a giant <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> yes. Do you have any of the original figures? Uh, not anymore. I kept them up until the early 90s, and then I sold all the ones I had back then, uh, you know, for a couple hundred bucks. Because yeah. when you're... You know, young fucking somebody flashes a couple uh, yeah bucks at you. Like, fuck them, take them here. But what you could have now, yes. I, uh... yeah. <laughs> oh man, man, that's crazy, crazy. And how did you uh, connect with Bobby? Uh, that was, you know, if I remember the chain of events correctly, he followed me on Twitter. I followed him back. Um, and my wife, like I said, my wife is an author and she self-published. So in Geekish Cast, I talk to a lot of independent artists who have like self-published their own books or web series and movies and comic books. So it's a, it's a topic I'm into, but of course I also remembered him as a wrestler from the nineties. So I had him on, uh, had a great conversation with him and I asked him to come back on and talk specifically about doing publicity for self-published books. And I was fucking hammered during his second appearance. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, well, we went we went and had brunch, and I drank about four bottles of champagne, napped for two hours, and thought I was good to go. And, you know, the problem with getting boozy is your judgment gets <laughs> fucked up. You don't know that you're fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so Bobby comes on, but, man, we, we hit it off again, and I edited it, you know, did an okay job editing it. And then late December... I, I just hit him up one day because I knew talking to him, I'm like, fuck, there's a show here. Mm. I don't know what it is yet, but there's a fucking show with just this guy, and I'll figure out what it is. So as I started kind of circling that, I hit him up one day, and I was like, hey, what do you say to a podcast? And then we talked about it for a few months, and then last, we were going to start in February, and then last February, my dad got sick and died. Um. So that, you know, that kind of fucked it up. And also 10 years ago in February, we, my wife and I lost a child. So February is just a fuck month oh, for us. Oh, yeah. And um, so, you know, we were like, okay, what do we do? And he's like, fuck it, push it out till summer. Then we start. And then May hit and I lost my job. And I'm like, fuck. Oh. But then June rolled around and we started the show and uh, we clicked really well. Mm. And things went together and we, we kind of accidentally stumbled on the top 10 format that seems to be working out for that's us. That's what I was going to ask, because you guys you guys struggled, I, I feel, with the show and just the top 10 every episode. Like, is that hard to come up with or does that just naturally oh, happen for you yeah, No, it's really not. You, um, so he and I, so we'll, we'll throw out whatever topic, you know, um, 
you know, just who had the best suplex? Just bullshitting around. We'll say it's that, right? Yeah. Well, then he and I will bounce 20 names off of each other, usually 20 different names for each of us. And then we got to go back and forth like, no, throw that fucking guy out. We're keeping this one. <laughs> then we got to get down to 10 and agree on the order we go in. Okay. And I don't know if you guys have listened enough times to catch on this, but sometimes Bobby will fucking swerve me, too. Ooh, I didn't. I have not. I've not listened enough for that. There's been there's been two or three episodes where we get to number one, and he's like, uh, "Fuck you, <laughs> you know, I'm going this way." And now I gotta try to catch up to him. One time, I just fucking ended the show. I was like, "All right, fuck it, that's it." <laughs> oh wow! Shit. I was gonna say Bobby Tunes. Like I like I love him. I love him, but like I feel like. I don't know. Like I could talk to him to like five in the morning and still want to talk to him. Like, yeah. do you ever have to force yourself to like end the show? You know what's funny? It, my wife will comment on this. Is like sometimes me and him get done talking on the show, then we stay on the phone and bullshit for another hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, we're just like ah fuck it. You know, we just talk whiskey and whatever horse shit and blah blah blah. And then my wife will like start poking her head in the room like you got other shit to do today. And I'm like oh fuck that's right. <laughs> Right? I feel like, yeah, I could just... He's could just a fun guy to listen spend to. Spend a year with Bobby. And oh, he's Bobby, a fun yeah. guy. He's got great stories. And, like, sometimes you're talking to him. Yeah. And you forget, like, fuck, I've seen this guy on TV wrestle fucking Benoit and shit like that. You know? And you're just like, fuck, he, you know, he knows all these guys. He fucking traveled with these guys. He fucking partied with these guys. Yeah. And sometimes you forget that, and you're just like... Fucking bullshitting with, you know, your asshole buddy from third grade or whatever. Yes. I feel like you could have, like, a couple seasons probably off the stuff you've cut from the show. Like, Uh, if I saved it, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a weird about the way I do certain things. I I treat a lot of shit like a Navajo sand painting when, (laughs) when I'm done with it. Like, when I cut a piece out, that fucking thing's gone. It's lost. (laughs) Yeah. See, like, do you do that someday or do you save? Like, not... Not on our no, no, more no, no. recent when shows. I, when I'm doing the original recordings of my show are gone wow. when I'm done editing. I Recently, like, I just deleted like everything. <laughs> I feel like the old shit Slim probably has a lot I, of. I had for a while, but I just like I needed to clear one of my old hard drives, and I was like, eh, we're probably yeah. never going to go back to any of yeah, this. Yeah, no, it's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's I just you know because like I'm a guy. My my desktop on my computer is. Fucking disaster. Yeah. And, yeah. and I have to throw shit out. Otherwise, I will hold on to stuff. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine on Twitter last night, and he was talking about how he had, you know, first drafts of comic books that he worked on in the 90s. And I'm like, yeah, I got that shit in my garage, too. You know? <laughs> and it's just, if I don't force myself just to get rid of stuff, yeah. then I'll fucking hold on to it forever. Yes, yes. It's just that. It's just that clutter in your closet. Exactly. And I got to fucking problem with clutter already i don't need digital clutter as well same here dude same here what um uh what was i gonna ask uh as i i, I listened to the one episode you did right after we had bobby and your smack talk is amazing <laughs> have you ever uh considered being a wrestler or a ring announcer um i you know what if i was given the opportunity to be a ring announcer i would be all over that shit um i would <laughs> love to do that Yes. I would love to be like a fucking villain uh, color commentary guy. Yeah. You know, like Bobby Heenan or something, or at least give yes. him a shot once. I, I feel mean, like you could kill that. that. You could nail that, dude. Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, no, I mean, like, I'm not a small guy. I'm six foot and 220 pounds, but I'm not a big enough. I'm not like a, a brawny dude. You know what I mean? 
Okay. So I would never, I would never be a wrestler because I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't have the build or the look or anything for that. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, I, I, I have to uh, bring this in because uh, you used it. You used the smack talk to um, bring up, to segue into a heart attack you had. How old were you when you had that? 45. It was on December 30th. Uh, I got a couple years. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm a couple uh, of years behind you. Wait, December what? 30th as in like last month or like, two yeah, months ago? Like, like six weeks ago. Wow. And what was it? I mean, I, I, this is probably a stupid question, but is there any like warning signs or anything like well, that? Well, so retroactively, retroactively, it turned out I, for about two weeks, I was getting signs of having a heart attack, a neck ache here and there. I'd wake up at fucking two in the morning, just drenched in sweat. But wow. you know, when you don't know what you're looking for, you overlook it. It was just one yeah. day. Uh, it was shit. a Sunday morning. Yeah. And we, we were, we had just, the day before we had been at a friend's house and we drank like six bottles of champagne, ate like four ounces of caviar and all this rich, heavy food. Yeah. I woke up at three in the morning and I'm just like, my fucking chest hurts. This is indigestion. Like I've never had before. Wow. So I get up, you know, I, I, I you know, I don't want to sound gross, but I, I tried to shit like five times and, you know, I just like, what the fuck is wrong with me? That's what I'd be thinking. Cause in my twenties, I had gas pain so bad. Yeah. That I thought I had a heart attack. I actually got sent for a stress test because yeah, I had yeah, that's it. when you don't, yes. yeah. When you don't know what certain things feel like, Anything could be a heart attack, right? Yeah. You know? So, and after my dad died, I had taken up smoking again. So I walked outside, lit a cigarette, and I'm like, fuck, I can't smoke. So I put it out, woke my wife up. I'm like, hey, I don't want to say I think I'm having a heart attack, but I, I think I'm having a heart attack. So she got up and went to brunch with her best gay friend, left me around the house by myself she for a couple just hours. Left you. <laughs> She came home and no, what it was is like, I finally got to a point where I laid down and went back to sleep and she was like, okay, you know, he's fine. So she took off. She oh. came home and woke me up and I'm like, nope, that's, I'm having a heart attack. Wow. So went to the hospital and, um, you know, like I said, I'm a big guy, but I'm not like fat. Um, I don't eat that poorly. My biggest problem was that's my dad had had a heart attack at my age and I'd smoked for a long time and then I quit for five years and took it back up. So it was just genetics on top of treating my body like an amusement park for 45 years. Yeah. Wow. Shit, dude. Shit. And what do you do now, though, that, that you know, that, that will uh, help you so not to prevent one? It, well, it's only been a few weeks. I just, I ordered like a um, an elliptical trainer and I've, I've got to start walking. I own two Greyhounds. I need to be walking them like for half an hour a day each. Wow. I'm just kind of building back. It's only been six weeks, so I still it's get tired just... sometimes just standing up and crossing the room, you know? Wow, yes. Uh, but I did that. I've quit smoking. I've cut my drinking back, Good. you know, half or less. That's um I was wondering that. <laughs> uh, our friend Jay uh, had something with his heart, and uh, for how long, Slim, he couldn't have coffee. He couldn't have a beer. He still doesn't do anything with caffeine. I think he cut that out completely. What? But, yeah, That's it was... um such a drastic change. Like. Yeah. It, it was a, oh, yeah. probably a good half of a year, like maybe six months, that he couldn't have any alcohol, which was really hard for this guy because he yeah. loved beer. <laughs> I'm the same way. Like, well, so I, I, I don't know if I'm doing a, a, a wishful version of what my cardiologist said, but when I first went to the cardiologist, which was two weeks afterwards, 
and told them, I go, you know, I've had red meat once. I've had two beers. I haven't had a cigarette. I haven't, you know, done any of this other stuff. He just kind of looked at me. He goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, I'm not going to tell you to eat and drink whatever you want. He goes, but if you're not smoking, don't stress out about the other stuff. Okay. That's and because, well, because like his point was, he goes, you know, one day you're going to eat a French fry. And then you're going to smoke, you know, four packs of cigarettes and a full bottle of whiskey. And, you know, you're going to fuck up one thing and you're going to take five down as you go. I, I, I just, I know, like, it's, it's so hard to quit the smoking. I, I remember uh, certain times a family member has died from a smoking type mm-hmm. thing. And I'm just, like, upset as hell in the driveway just chain smoking. Like, it's just yep. something that is just such a crutch. And, oh, it's, it's, it's one of the worst. One of the worst things. Oh yeah, and you get nothing from it, but yeah, but you know, it's like I was telling somebody the other day. Fuck, I love cigarettes. I do. It is it's the smell, the yeah, the the act of it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, the walking outside. You get to take five minutes to yourself and take a couple big deep breaths, and nobody fucks with you because you stink, and everybody tries to stay away. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is. You know, this is the second time I quit because, like, I had quit for five years. And, wow. and not and, you know, fuck. I don't want to come off like a bummer. I'm talking about like, everybody around me dying all the time. But <laughs> my grandmother uh, died of COPD. So for five years, I got to watch her slowly suffocate. Yeah, that's the worst and too. When you see somebody, it's fucking terrible. That. It's horrible. Yes, and you're you know? still doing it. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and so you know that that was kind of enough. And my doctor one day just said, "Are you ready to quit?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's uh, let's fucking let's pin this fucker to the wall. I'm done." Mm. Yeah. So how did you quit? Um, so the first time I quit, I was on the patch. I took, uh, an, an antidepressant that, um, I can't remember. One of the names it's under is Wellbutrin. Wellbutrin. I've tried that. It yeah. gave me crazy dreams, dude. Crazy yeah, people dreams. People bad on that shit go fucking bonkers. The other thing I did was I took, uh, McDonald's, uh, milkshake, uh, straws, right? Hmm. And I cut them to the length of cigarettes and I stuffed them in every pocket Every part of the console, the glove compartment, everything my hand could go to to find a cigarette, I carried a shit ton of straws cut to the length of cigarettes. And if I needed to smoke, I grabbed one and I acted like I was smoking. And that worked? It worked. Uh, Because one of the things with smoking is that people don't really tell you is that the chemical addiction has gone in three days. The constantly moving your hand to your face and taking breaks from shit is a physical habit that yes. takes forever to break. Yes. That and, uh, like, I've thought about that, too. Like, I quit with the patch once for maybe, like, six months. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, like, that's that's the thing. You always, then you have a few drinks with your buddies and you want that. You want that stupid cigarette. Oh, yeah. That stupid time alone. Um, also, like, one of the last times I tried to quit, I think I quit for, like, a half a day. And I was walking into a convenience store to get a coffee on the way to work, and somebody held the door for me, and I was so mad. I was like, "What? You don't think I can hold the door for myself? Like I wanted to kick this guy's ass for holding for doing something nice to me." I'm like, "No, I need a cigarette," and I went. I bought a pack of cigarettes as well. <laughs> so yeah. After you smoked that cigarette, you're like. I think I was kind of cool. That guy was, <laughs> was a really nice guy, and I knew it. I knew in that moment I should have been like. Uh, appreciative, but I just was so mad. I'm like, what? You don't think I can hold my own door? I'm gonna fucking kill you! And I was that <laughs> insanely mad, like for no reason. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, last Friday, I stopped at the grocery store on my way to work at you know fucking six thirty in the morning, and I went in and I, 
I got like some like you know snacks and a thing of iced tea because I'm a I drink like two gallons of iced tea a day and for some fucking reason man when I got the register I'm like I need a pack of Marlboros on a lighter mm. and I'm thinking to myself I'm thinking I'll just smoke one just one throw the rest away right yes so I walk outside I walk to my car pop the trunk and I throw the shit in there and I'm getting ready to open that pack of cigarettes and this uh, kid you know I'm gonna say kid he could have been anywhere from 20 to 35, you know, dirty, whatever. Yeah. He goes, hey, is that, is that a Lincoln? I'm like, yeah. And I shut the trunk and he goes, man, that's a nice looking car. I said, thanks. He goes, you, uh, you mind if I get a cigarette from me? I said, you know what, bud? I said, here, just take them all. Just go ahead. That's kind and, of like, uh, yeah. Like, let him, let him go. And I'm like, fuck, that was a close one. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, I admire that though, that you did that. Like, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, because I mean, I was I was like ready to buckle. Like, well, you know, for all intents and purposes, I'd fucking buckled. Oh, I I just didn't light the cigarette. That's all yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that that is a better outcome. That's that's great though, Jeremy. What um I I wanted to say this on some of your episodes, you had the top tens. I love the what the fuck moments episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I got through it all. But did you guys uh talk about Owen Hart? Oh, we okay. So we have talked a little bit about Owen here and there. We have not done an episode about him yet. Okay. Um, we, you know, guys, it's we don't want to be a fucking bummer real often, you know. Yes, um, yes. And I mean, I, you know, because like the Von Ericks are one of my favorite wrestling families, and after my wife and I lost our child. I showed her a documentary about them, and I don't know if you know who they are, but they had six children five of whom died under the age of 35 Ooh. and they only have one left. So anyway, it wasn't mm. like a, a thing where like, Oh, look, we have it better than them. It was just one of those things. Like, look, other people know what we're going through. Yeah. And you know, it was just one of those things. And Kevin Von Eric has actually written to Bobby after we've talked about him on the show. I don't know how often he listens. I, I assume with our potty mouths, not real often because he's a good <laughs> Christian boy, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, you got me up there fucking all the time. Just, I'm an atheist and I drink too much and fuck you, you know. And so I don't know how often Christians listen to the show. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I don't need that demo. I don't need that demographic, bro. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, I just like I said, you know, it's, yeah. I don't want to offend anybody purposefully. That's not yes. my fucking gig. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, it I happens. am fucking a godless heathen. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just, so we we haven't done a whole lot. Like okay. I'm one of those guys, like uh, you know Benoit with what he fucking did. I, I years. Well, you know, I didn't watch wrestling for 20 years. Uh, hanging out with Bobby fucking is bringing that back around. That's what I was fun. gonna ask too. Like, cause I think I stopped towards. Uh, it wasn't long after Owen passed that I stopped. Yeah, I just don't know. I was just done with it. I never got into the WWF. I was always a WCW fan, and the last thing I remember is like I loved Goldberg because he was undefeated, and then uh, I fell off oh, into yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I was a bigger WCW guy. Well, to be fair, I was a big NWA guy back in the day, you know, mm. pre-WCW, before Ted Turner bought the company. Um, I just like the Southern style a little bit better, you know. Not a lot of cartoony horse shit, and, you know. I just like the the... <laughs> fucking punch you in the face brawliness of it the tough guy bullshit you know there wasn't yeah. dudes wearing glitter and shit and you know the music wasn't a big deal it just came out stomped your ass and went on it back i needed the music and glitter bro <laughs> well that's cool you know like look i mean 
it won the fucking war. It's the last man standing. <laughs> More did. people must have liked it, yeah. but you know, wasn't for me. Yes. But um, fuck, I was headed somewhere down. I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> me too. Me too. But I one of your WTF moments though was just yeah, Hogan going bad. Yeah, like I just I never never would have thought ever. So we let I don't know you. Uh, we left that off the list. Because Hogan going bad is more than just a what the fuck moment. It actually realigned wrestling uh, permanently. Wow! And it it's uh, that's like I could do a top ten outcomes of Hogan going bad, and we could do a whole thing. So we're just kind of like, no, we're we're saving that one for later. That's that's a bigger a bigger thing, dude. I mean, we all grew up with fucking Hulk Hogan. If you watch wrestling at all, he was the biggest superhero on the planet. Fuck yeah. Like I loved, yeah. I loved um, oh, who the fuck back then? Uh, I, I loved Andre the Giant and I loved Roddy Roddy Piper, but Hogan was the dude you wanted to be. You wanted yeah. to be Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that was the thing. Except you know, guys like me, we uh, you know, fucking rooted for the villains. But <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do that till I got older. And I want to bring this up real quick, Jeremy. Uh, just going back to just trolling uh, friends. Me and my buddy mm-hmm. Brad would love the guy everyone hated. Like we would love Kurt Angle just because. Everyone, but we would end up really loving him. Have you ever oh, wow. felt that way with a with a character like you? You they were such a holes. But oh yeah, you fucking totally just, Blanchard. Uh, Paul Orndorff, I mean, Tully Blanchard's my number one. If you ever listen to more than five episodes of the show, I find a way to talk about Tully for at least five minutes an episode. Nice, nice. Even even to the point where we did a top ten reasons we hate Tully Blanchard episode. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, he was, he was, you know, he was like five foot ten, 230 pounds. He was just kind of like a mini nature boy is what he was, you know, (laughs) like not quite as cool as nature boy, not quite as flashy, but he would go out and barely win a match and then come out and just shit talk like a motherfucker. Like, like like he had just, like he had just saved your life by stopping whooping your ass. That's how he talked about a match that he barely made it out of. He was just great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I love bad guys. Hang on one second, guys. I'm going to let this fucker out. <laughs> he needs to get out. <laughs> um, you know, I always rooted for the bad guys. That was just kind of my thing. You know, okay. Nature Boy was one of my favorites. Uh, Paul Orndorff, I don't know if you guys ever saw this, but he was in a tag match as Hulk Hogan's partner. They win the match, they raise their arms, and he fucking clotheslines and pile drives Hogan. And I was just like, holy shit, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. You know? What a dick move, but that, oh, yeah, that's absolutely. great. <laughs> yeah. He probably went back and pinched his wife's ass, too. I mean, skied his car or something. You know, <laughs> fucking asshole. Yes, yes, there's something to be loved about that, that scumbag. Oh, yeah, I, lo- I love that kind of shit. Yeah, loving the guy that nobody loves. And then, like, yeah, no, I ended up, I ended up totally loving him. Yeah. Were you going to say uh, something? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just curious because, uh, like I said, uh, I'm a 90s kid and I got into um, wrestling when it was like WCW, WWF. Uh, all my friends in in school, elementary school, I guess at that time, were into like the WWF. I was like, nah, I love WCW, you know, fucking Sting. And then Goldberg, that's like the last thing I remember. Yeah. And he was like undefeated. So one... So it's like a two-part question. One, did Goldberg ever get defeated? Because I don't remember. And two, was that a storyline that they would do with other wrestlers? (laughs) Where you would they just pick a new guy that was undefeated? Um. So 
okay, eventually Gold, Goldberg got, got defeated and they fucked it up to the point where people leaving that night that worked for the company basically said, well, that's it. We're done. Wow. We'll be out of our jobs <laughs> like in a year, wow. which turned out to be true. Wow. Uh, yeah, because that was what they had going for them, you know, yeah. so they beat them. They beat them dirty. Uh, and I, I, yeah, they've done other like undefeated runs, but here's a little fun fact for you. If you ever have Bobby back on, he was number 67 to lose to Goldberg. Wow. Oh, that's oh, awesome. <laughs> drop jaws there. Wow. Oh my God. I can't wait to have Bobby back. Wow. Yep. He was, he was victim number 67 to Goldberg. Wow. Um, Damn. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was he was one I love because he was yeah. basically the Road Warriors, but as a single guy by himself. Yeah, yeah it was yes, so great. Yeah, he didn't have a team. Real. Like I did like Sting because he had like the NWO <laughs> and he just the fucking face paint and everything. You, you know what? Cool, I but... have in my closet, Jeremy. I have a Gilbert shirt. Oh, <laughs> Gilbert is remember, fucking hilarious. <laughs> do you remember Gilbert? Yeah. yeah, he never won a match. <laughs> no, no. It's, and they, they they bring the guys out with the fucking fire extinguishers to spray him down instead of the fireworks. He had sparklers. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, Jeremy, we have to wrap this up, dude. But it has been a blast talking to you, bro. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me on. You know, and it, I was gonna say my feelings were a little hurt as I was getting ready to come on because you guys played Bobby off so hard last time. But Rob, when we were talking earlier, you explained to me it was your all your fucking partner's fault back there. So Slim, that you know, eat a bag of dicks, buddy. I, I don't know why you got to treat my broadcast partner like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking like that Slim guy. See Fuck you that in the guy, ring, yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna be find you, Jeremy. Oh, you can find me at GeekishCast. That's at GeekishCast.com. You can find me on my other show. Uh, the website's at BlazeBell2Bell.com, but Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. We're on Facebook, Twitter. You can find us on there. Uh, getting ready to start a new show. What's that? It's called V for Villainy. Uh, that'll that'll be out in about a month or so. And then I'm actually going to be co-hosting on a Marvel Comics movie show as well. Sounds great, So I got great, all sorts dude. of shit coming up. Keep us posted, man. Will do. Wait, right, wait, wait, guys. wait. I have to say one thing because you're doing a Marvel Comics thing. We just talked to Rob on break. Ooh. I convinced him last week to watch Avengers Affinity War because he heard it sucked. And I was like, no, no, no. It's a good movie. And his sons were also like, Dad, you got to go see this movie. Yeah. So he, he finally watched it on Netflix. He loved it. But Slambo and I were cracking up because he said his favorite character in the movie was Gay Wizard. Gay Wizard. <laughs> gay Wizard. Who the fuck is Gay Wizard? It must be one of the bad guys, right? Doctor uh, Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Oh. Yeah, he's all right, I guess. I mean, <laughs> he wasn't my favorite, but yeah, he really turned me. I'd never seen Gay Wizard until that, and he was he, he rocked. Gay Wizard was he all did. right. Really Look, you know, I, I actually forgot he was in that one. <laughs> I'd never seen Doctor Strange, so yeah, I want to check out his other movies. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all right. I, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, probably the less I say about that one, the better. <laughs> did you did you like Infinity War though? Um, I did. It was fine. It um, you look the the filmmaking was fine. The story was good. They crammed a lot of shit in, but I I got to tell you, I'm sick of three and a half hour fucking movies. <sighs> I I am tired of you know what Empire Strikes Back was like an hour and thirty eight minutes. 
Wrath of Khan was like an hour and 28 minutes. You don't fucking need three hours to tell a story. That's a good point. And, and like, the original Infinity Gauntlet comic didn't feel like it could have been told in an hour. It was just like, Thanos was like, hey, guys, I want to fuck death, so I'm going to kill everybody. And uh, hopefully death fucks me. And then all the superheroes that didn't die showed up and were like, we're going to beat the shit out of you. And then it, like, ended. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) I just... I just feel like movie makers just feel like they have to stretch everything out into this like infinite time span now to get people to watch. And like, they don't care about the story or anything. I just saw that Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. And that was a fucking travesty of storytelling and filmmaking. And they got dates wrong and they got shit out of order. Queen never broke up. So fucking Live Aid was never a reunion concert. Freddie Mercury didn't know he had AIDS till a year or two after that. The band didn't find out till a year or two after that. Queen had just toured Japan before they did Live Aid. So they did not have a two year period where they didn't play together. It was just the whole thing was just wrong. So they just made a lot of shit up because they thought, like, oh, people are going to love this made up shit. They basically took the entire story of Spinal Tap. Fucking sanded off the fucking numbers and shit and said, we'll just put the Queen's music and names on here and just release the same movie again. Wow. All right. We got to let you go, Jeremy, because we got another interview soon. But uh, thank you. And I, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, but now I don't want to. All right. Thank later, you, Jeremy. Later, dude. He was just telling us how much he hated Bohemian Rhapsody. I've heard I, I haven't people. seen it. I've heard uh, Nick but from Epic Film Guys say the same. He like, said they just lied about everything. Wow, yeah, I've wow. heard that too. They moved, what they really did, they moved a lot of dates, like like what he was saying, like bent around. And, yeah. They know. just made it so people were going to like connect with the story. So he had AIDS and died first? I think that's what everybody <laughs> All right, did you want to take a break or do you want to yeah. like keep going? All right. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs. For a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load.
and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> David, the producer. Hello, boys. How you doing? What's going on, David? Good. How you doing, my man? Doing awesome. It's uh, Wednesday night. It's 8 o'clock. I have a wine, and I'm talking to three knuckleheads. This is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> How else could you spend a better Wednesday night, my friend? <laughs> How you guys doing, man? Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I heard Juliet's second interview with Anthony. It was so good. Mm. So good, my friend. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, having him on for a second time, it gave her an opportunity to ask him a, a whole bunch of things that she didn't get a chance to ask him the first time and yeah. you know, talk about his new book and, you know, see if he'd uh, get into a little bit more uh, opie stuff. And he did. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> was he just at a train station or a bus station when he was doing that interview? Because oh, I, I listened to a little bit of damn. it. Damn. Slim. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was. He, was. he, was. <laughs> he did sound like he was outside. Is there anything you cut that that is a, a, a tasty tidbit that we can't know about? Uh, nothing that he said that was bad or he wouldn't want to share. No, mm. no, not really. Uh, cool. We used a good majority of it. Uh, there was just some parts where you heard uh, in the background. Train leaving station number twelve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was it was really good though. All all the stuff was just dead on, dead on. Mm -hmm. Good stuff, good stuff. Were well, you? In... I'll pass. I'll pass that along. It was very cool of him to come on. Yeah. Were you guys there? Did you guys go to the compound? No, no, no. We were, uh, you know, this was just a remote one, uh, and we did a remote one before that with Dave Landau, who was his co-host. Yes. But. We had an opportunity to actually see him live in Chicago last weekend. So we got to hang with him, too. So that was a lot of fun. Cool. Because, yeah, I saw pictures. That's why I didn't know if you guys went to the compound or anything like that. Oh, we would have never came out alive if we were to <laughs> Oh, man. Is he, is he one of your favorite guests that she's had on? Oh, I mean, as you, far as, yeah. She's had some great I've been an ONA fan for uh, – decades where did you, you know, start those guys did you, like i started at wnew when they first came on but that was like local new york radio like where did you first hear about a i i heard about them actually when they came up to new york uh before uh, right after boston uh when yes. they came up to new york and i was actually getting tapes from some of my buddies that lived out in new york they were sending me tapes of their stuff and I was just like, wow, I, I wish I could hear this, right? Because in Chicago, we couldn't get any of it. Yeah. And they went to XM. That was awesome. I didn't know if they were ever um, uh, broadcast out in Chicago. Were they ever, like, picked up, like, sister station type thing? They never did syndication outside of just a couple of local markets. That's wow. it. Wow. Wow. Yeah, because, like, I, wow, wow. So, you, yeah, XM was great, though, because, like, once I was so bummed out, I... There's a couple times I've been depressed, and that mm. was one of the times with, with radio. And the other time was, uh, oh, fuck, what was it? I just had it. I lost it. But, yeah, them getting off of terrestrial radio, like, I just, I didn't know what to do. Oh, when Ron Fez announced that they were ending the show, like, that that really just, like, left. That was recent, too, right? Left like a Ron hole in me. Yes, but Ronnie came back with his own show. But, okay. yeah, like, Fez, like, just really, really shit out of they were show. part and parcel yeah it was uh yeah. they it was a really good combo with uh ona in the morning and then right after it would be ron and fez yeah and they had a strong show and then when fez left 
it left us pretty big gap, and then yes. things started to fall apart with O and A. Yes, and then, it, was, and then, then it, it just spiraled. Yeah, and just uh, just even though even though like the last year I'd say of Ron and Fez. Fez was like pretty much silent. Mm. It was weird, but like it was still Ron and Fez. It was still Ron and Fez. Like, but yeah, once they announced so, it was I don't over. know if you heard, but Fez came back for I think it was their it was a Thanksgiving show or a New Year's show, something like that, uh, with Ronnie B and Fez came back for a show. <laughs> oh no. No. Yeah. Wow. I gotta find that. I gotta find that because oh my god. I don't Him know. And all his uh, heart stints. I, I loved fucking ONA, but for some reason, I don't know what reason, Ron and Fez, I always loved more. I always loved more. Oh, Ronnie's a comedic genius, yeah. and he's an amazing uh, yes. interviewer for comedians, too. Yes, yes. Just his Ronnie B interviews was great. Actually, yep. um, yeah. Rob was the one that introduced you to Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, and like basically January 2014, which is like, a few months before it all fell apart. Yeah, I subscribed. Just I had subscribe. been listening to them like every single one of the shows up to that point. So I felt like I, I felt just a whole like breakup. And even like Ron and Fez and um, the thing that was great about Ronnie that I loved and I brought it to Rob before is like, man, the, the interviews he does it like and not the interviews, just a whole show is so awkward, but like amazing. Like it's just so weird. Like Ronnie would like say something and then nobody would say anything else. And I'm like, wow, this is a really interesting I, way I remember, to do radio. I worked in uh, I worked in radio back in the day too, and I worked with a guy who was pretty big at the station and he hated ONA, but he loved Ron and Fez. Yeah. Like for some reason, ONA was unacceptable to him, but Ron and Fez was the best thing he ever heard. Like, yeah, no, I, Ron and Fez was was a little classier. I I, I don't know if you, if you could say like I, I don't know how to put it, but it just yeah, was. Yeah, he was just his comedic timing was perfect because yes. he would roll off a joke and then let it just lay there yes. and just and just make people so uncomfortable. And it you wouldn't great. even know half the time if he was like joking or. or yeah, serious. you don't know. Yes, that is that's my type of shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, cringe radio, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. What uh, what's in your favorite cringe moment of the Robin Slim show, David? Well, you've seen us piss. You've seen me piss a lot of people off. What's been? Oh my god, uh, you've you've had a lot of good cringe moments. Uh, boy, oh. you know I still have to say my, one of my favorites was that author that you had on, uh, the, the one that wasn't uh, who he said he was. I can't remember. Oh, oh Michael Nemeth. That was one of my favorites yes. of your oh, productions. The Jan Michael Nemeth. Yeah, yeah. That, I was going to ask you what was one, one of your favorite um, productions for us, and yes. Jan Michael Nemeth was one of my favorite things you've ever done. By far. That was, uh, and just the follow-up uh, weeks to come after that, and just uh, how you uncovered just the the melting of that guy's life. Uh, just, Do you think that guy killed himself? Yeah, I feel like that guy killed himself. We've got to do a follow-up of Jan Michael Nemeth. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just have to, you know, find yourself near the uh, closest rope in a chair, and I think that's how you find that story ending. I actually, I, I think Michael Nemeth eventually became a uh, Billy McFarlane and started oh. a festival called Firefest. Did, did, did you that... see that, David? Firefest. <laughs> yeah, I saw that documentary. That was pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> did Did anyone ever see the um, Hulu one? I, I, I no, still have not. I okay. 
I heard the Hulu one. You said Slambo, right? That they interview him. Yeah. In it. yeah. yeah. Did you see the Hulu one, David? No, I saw the Netflix one. Same. Same. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, Slambo was saying last week that no, my, in the Hulu one, they interviewed my, my, him. My buddy watched the, the, the Hulu one. Yeah. That's who he was saying it was from his. Well, that, his that was the big like controversy between the two is they like Netflix and Hulu were arguing with who was more immoral because Netflix was paying fuck Jerry, the social media company that was like promoting everything. And then Hulu was pay, paying Billy McFarlane. who was so the guy behind the it all. Moral, like, yeah. Man, oh, like, man. <laughs> that guy's such a scumbag. <laughs> like the greatest scumbag. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love hate him. <laughs> I love it. I know. Such I know. a garbage fire. <laughs> you know, the funny thing was, when you see that whole documentary, his heart was in the right place. His yeah. execution was just yeah. awful. Oh, oh. I want to know, like, how did nobody be like, no, this isn't going to work? And how did he just keep scamming people? Like, I <laughs> so, so, like, that's what I think about him. Like, why I find that guy so fascinating is because <laughs> he was very ambitious. Like, he he wasn't, like, people say he's a scam artist, and obviously he was committing fraud. Like, that's proof. But he, to the f- day, like, was like, I'm doing Firefest. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he was yep. there, like, the moment they opened Firefest, he was like, oh, fuck, this isn't what I wanted, but I tried. Like, and he ja kept Rule fucking trying. Ja ja Rule Rule. Was like, fuck yeah, like it's not like he it. just t- disappeared, like, three Three weeks before Firefest, he was still trying to get this fucking thing off the ground. <laughs> My favorite part is when he he just had this like little Zen moment in his uh, little little brain where it said, uh, uh, "This isn't working. I better get a plane out of here now." I love the part where it's like, "Yeah, he was so fucked up, he fell asleep on the beach. Like he just died. He just yeah. died for ten Face minutes first. on the beach." Yeah. <laughs> or just like I think Slambo pointed out, where he was just like getting on his uh, what his fucking what was it like scooter uh, a scooter or something? His <laughs> quad, <laughs> and he would just like <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, he would just ride for hours, and then he'd come back with all this energy." <laughs> but he would still say no. Was, yeah, I was I was just gonna say that it's so funny because Juliet and I were just sitting on the couch watching it together, watching this all unravel in front of us, and then when he had the supermodels on the boat, we both looked at each other and just said, He's doomed. <laughs> Ryder messaged me and just said he's the most basic like frat boy ever. Like, yes, that is that's totally him. Totally him. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, he he reminds me of that guy who all also imploded, which was the uh, uh, Girls Gone Wild guy. Oh, I never knew. I don't know anything about that. What happened to him? I I never knew. Oh, all these allegations of, uh, you know, inappropriate behavior with... Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, show me your titties. Like, what? Wow. Yeah, no. Just underage drinking and promoting that and, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff that he ended up uh, going to... I don't know if he went to jail. I can't remember if he went to jail or if he just, you know, went into hiding. I can't remember which one. <laughs> is, there, is there a documentary about him? I, I, was say, see I, that. I remember when Snoop got involved. Snoop was like season three of Girls Go Wild. He was like, yeah, with Snoop. Right. Just brings me back. Like I remember the yeah. '90s fucking commercials. I remember the '90s. Did the like uh, two in the morning on yeah yep. Comedy Central. Girls Go Wild infomercials. That's right. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Speaking of underage girls, we can get back to the compound if you'd like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I heard he beat some too. <laughs>
Oh, that's not. No. Those are allegations that were, you know, uh, done away in court. Anthony's a good man. Yeah. Anthony's a good man. It wasn't. Hey, actually, if do you guys subscribe to the compound or to compound media? No, I'm no. broke. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there's a show on there that it, you guys would love. What was this? I mean, this thing is outstanding. It's yeah. called In Hot Water that, that with uh, Gino Biscante and uh, Aaron Berg. Hmm. And these guys are hysterical. They're the funniest thing I've seen on non-radio radio. You know, it's wow. kind of the same thing, the way yeah. they do it. Yeah. It's it's incredible. What's a show that Anthony said, like, makes him cringe in the interview? It's in a hot water. It's that yeah, one. Okay. Because <laughs> I've yep. heard. Yeah, one of my buddies at work was, like, saying he wanted to check that out. And I'm like, yeah, I just heard. That was that was amazing. They're coming to Chicago uh, in three weeks, and uh, we picked up tickets uh, to see uh, their comedy show. And then after the comedy show, they're recording a, uh, a podcast. Cool. So it, it should be a blast. But cool. if you get a chance, oh, and by the way, they have free Mondays. So if you just go out to their website, I, at Compound Media, I think you can get their Monday versions for free out there. Cool. They throwing you a lot of money, David? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nothing. Yeah, I don't even get a kickback. Gino should be sending me bottles of Jameson right now. Well, you got me hooked on the fucking absinthe, David. You, you, you're to blame. You're to blame for the last few seasons. It is a staple of uh, Rob's drinking <laughs> <Yeah>. habit. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm an influence, and no one ever said it was a good one. <laughs> oh, man. What, um... We're coming up, David, on our 200th show, and I wanted to ask what you wanted to see out of all all these. I, I was going to say Belly Porn 3 with Slambo. Slambo gets a Brazilian wax or a slim rematch against Hollywood Christian boxing match. Ooh, man. I, I got it narrowed down to two. Okay. Man, this, this is this is like Sophie's choice. I mean, it's hard to <laughs> choose between any of these. I might end up doing all three. I think whatever uh, David picks is I, what we're I gonna do. I think you have to do all three. I mean, <laughs> you can't not. It's like okay, all in the same show, two hundred show. That's it. all of them. All of my three kids are ugly. I don't want to burn any of them. So <laughs> let's yeah, let's keep up all three. All right, all three. All right, all three. Here we go. <laughs> Wow, so I, I guess we'll save belly porn for last. That takes cleanup. So, so belly it's... porn, yeah, belly porn is. Uh, it takes a crew to get that out of there. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I would save that for last. But you know what? What about um, oh, the, the? Oh, I'm trying to remember when Slambo. Uh, did the whole shower scene with that was that was belly that porn? Was belly porn. Is, that, is that belly porn? Yeah. Uh, the second one, what was it called? Because belly porn was the too. first one and the second one. The second one was belly porn too, but you made the the, the thing with tub boy. Tub that boy. That was when he had yeah. the oh, other tub guy. Tub boy. That's that's how I know it. That's right. <laughs> I know it is tub boy. <laughs> He's gonna have two other guys. Oh. He's gonna have two other tub boys for belly porn three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> three, gonna be a three guys in a tub. Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Having to explain the whole thing to my parents was just because he posted the fucking video. I tagged him on his personal Facebook oh, in it, oh. and he had to explain yeah. to his parents that he's not gay. Yeah, no, really? <laughs> I'm, like, really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> you, you know, every holiday they look across the table and go, oh, what happened to him? Yeah, yeah so, so his parents are very religious. They're very uh, no, Christian. Not, not, my dad, not my dad. My mom is very I know. <laughs> 
Your dad's fine with it. Yeah. Your dad's like, you can rub your no, belly. Your dad's like, dad, that all you want. My dad's just like, like I, I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm just disappointed. That's even worse than being mad. Being disappointed, right? I'm disappointed in you. You're a big disappointment. Oh, seriously, like, they didn't think it was funny. Like oh, your no, parents they were, it. They were. That was a joke on my expense. <laughs> okay. Did they, they play like it? it? Did they play it at dessert? No. <laughs> it, Family they reunion. Like the slow motion video with you uh, rubbing that's, mostly see, against another that's man. That's the worst part. That's the one they saw. Oh, that really? Yeah, you they really did, got to they David. They didn't see. They the... saw David's production. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. They didn't see the actual skit. <laughs> they saw the slumbers. They saw the love story. Uh, I love that I outed Slambo. Oh. Awesome. Never forget you for that. <laughs> never forget you. He's never forget you. I wish I had quit you, David. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> going really well i mean considering for how long we've been doing it which hasn't been that long at all we've met a whole bunch of other youtubers and she's already got a thousand subscribers which i didn't think would happen in this short period of time and it's it's gone really really well have you got a have you got a bourbon uh like to's uh sponsor yes we uh, a matter of fact this is a, a new announcement that uh heaven hill who makes about 15 different brands of bourbon uh, came to Juliet and asked her to be a brand ambassador. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So uh, which all that means, by the way, is that they're just going to send us a whole bunch of free shit and she's going to review it and we'll drink like, uh, in, you know, Indians. <laughs> That's fine. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I don't, I don't even got that, David. No, that's uh, it's it's very cool. She's cool. Uh, really excited about that. Nice. Finally, uh, you know, a bourbon uh, brand is, uh, you know, excited to work with her. So that's that's that'll be fun. Cool. Cool. And what, it's just going to be for the YouTube uh, videos. What bourbon brands have not been excited to work with Juliet? Oh, every other one but Heaven Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is we never approached any uh, bourbon brands because we kind of want to just uh, – we're just doing our own thing right now. Yeah. You know, it's uh, we're not looking for sponsors. No, I didn't think you were a guy that out like went out. Like that. I didn't think you guys yeah. were going out for that. No, no, we weren't. And uh, they just happened to come to us and with a pretty cool, you know, thing that they wanted to do. And they were willing to cool. ship us cases of uh, bourbon. And, you know, who am I to say no? Mm-mm. Nah, you got to say yes. I couldn't say yes fast enough. I think I said yeah. Damn matter of fact, I couldn't get yes out fast. You didn't like the dress? Yeah. Yeah. I sound like that, David. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I I thought you fired the dress. He's still there. He's still around. He lurks. He lurks. He's a stage two clinger. (laughs) Do you do you want a dress song, David? Oh, how could I not have a Driz song when I'm on? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Do you have a song, Driz? Yeah. Ooh. Let's see. Let's see what we can do here. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> let's see. Hey, can Maybe. I come up with a topic? Yes! Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Slambo coming out of the closet. Ooh. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Yeah. What's the drizz? What's up? Yeah, so I want to tell you about this time. There was this one time, I was just like laying in bed and just staring at my ceiling. I was just staring at my ceiling. And I heard this banging on my closet. The fucking banging it. It was a loud banging, like really loud. It was like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I fucking, fucking went under my covers. Yeah, I went under my covers. I hid and I shook. I don't really shook. I don't get scared. But this was fucking scary. It was scary and she kept banging. And slowly, out of nowhere, my fucking closet door, it just came off. And there was this Lamborghini. And I was like, yeah. And he was just like, suck my dick. And I was like, all right. And so I fucking suck his dick. Yeah, I fucking sucked this Lamborghini's dick. Yeah, because it came out of my closet. Yeah. I'm only gonna suck your dick if you come into my closet. Like, you could just, like, meet me on the side of the road and be like, Drizz, can you suck my dick? And I'm gonna be like, fucking no. You gotta go into my closet first, and you gotta fucking break the door off, and then pull your dick out, and maybe I'll suck it. Yeah. Well, there are two surprises in that. <laughs> One is that... I didn't realize that you were going to out two people during the course of that song. And the second one is that, uh, you know, I thought you were a rapper, not a beat poetry guy. I was trying to figure out how'd that happen. He throws you off. Yeah, I've been through a lot of emotional fucking things throughout my life. Uh, I've changed. I've grown as a rapper. I've his, become more poetic. His uncle wrote barbecue uh, sauce on him. Uh, <laughs> Borderline frightening. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. What do you? What do you? What do you think, David? <laughs> what do you? Think? What, what? What do I think? I think you should have fired Driz about thirty-seven episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I mean, nah. Nah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, what, do you, what does Juliet have planned for the next Unrideable Rants? We're uh, working on a couple of interviews right now. Actually, we have one that might be pretty cool, but uh, they haven't given us the full yes yet. But uh, I'll make sure to let you know as soon as I, uh, I get the confirmation. But uh, it's gonna be cool <laughs> I, i'm very excited about this one what very are, excited have you with all like doing her podcast have you ever wanted to do your own no really <laughs> wow not. We're See, puts feel, into hers you've been a yeah, musician no. i feel like you could kill it dude you know, a lot of people have asked me, other people have asked me to even co-host on theirs, like, you know, full time. And, uh, and I appreciate it. And it means a lot. And it's very yeah. cool of people to ask. And people you, have even told me to do YouTube channels. And I'm like, great eh, conversation, nah, dude. I, I'm totally comfortable with being the behind the scenes guy. I, I yeah. love that better. That way I can pop on and do stuff like this with you guys when whenever, you know, you guys... You know, have someone cancel on you. I mean, have an open slot. You know. <laughs> don't have, don't have a fake show. That's all I want to ask you too, David. What's been your favorite fake show of ours? Uh, we've done four so far, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, I think at least. <laughs> What's been your favorite? I think our first uh, fake show was Robin Slim, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then we had Ron and Cheese. <laughs> 
I, I like ratatouille cheese. Yeah. Actually, that's one of my faves. Okay. I yes, I I I I, I do yearn for the ratatouille cheese. Frankie days. and the Driz, I thought was Frankie good. Frankie the Driz was my favorite. That was good. John and John had good. like maybe uh, two good ones. It wasn't. Ones, I don't think it was us. It was the guests. The, the, the people <laughs> that are just attracted to political topics are just fucking terrible. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just garbage. Garbage. <laughs> that is some of my favorite episodes that you had on too, is like during the election when you had some of these candidates on and just some that of the some good. people totally got it and understood yes. that, you know, this is just a show about, you know, goofing off and humor. Yeah. And some of them took it way too serious <laughs> and tried to get their agenda out there yes. and you guys just wouldn't have it. So so that was interesting. That was um uh Slamborghini for president and yes. that like we didn't fake that. That wasn't a fake show. That was hey you're gonna be on the Robin Slim show and you're no, gonna debate right. our you're third mic. So that is yes. actually really interesting that you brought that point up that these people like obviously could have fucking listened to our show where like our fake show we don't give our real show yeah names, no, they don't know was, what they're gonna get to do but this is real this, shit this is real oh I'm yeah this is real stuff and yeah. they just didn't understand the concept and they were you know highly either confused or annoyed or just plain pissed off in fact i was saying the most ridiculous shit i could muster that, and they were still like plowing through like I, the, the 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 um not only the the last guy the the socialist guy but yeah. um the prohibition, prohibition guy. guy that, yeah. that guy oh was great. Yes, yes. That Fuck. guy wouldn't even listen to any words you guys were saying. He was just like agenda, 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 agenda. Okay, <laughs> and I'll let you talk for two seconds. Agenda, agenda. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, David, we have to wrap this up, dude. Oh, you guys are awesome for having me on once again, and uh, always a blast. And I'll come on any time that you guys are completely, uh, you know, not sick of me. You're yeah. awesome for getting me hooked on absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the the Rob we have today on the Rob and Slim show is a creation of you, David. Would not be the Rob without you, <laughs> right. David. You've made this Rob. You're the David is Rob. Qualify that that it's oh you you're not a great guest. You're not you know a good friend. No. <laughs> You're the guy that hooked us on absinthe. <laughs> you got me hooked. I need and more absinthe. And it I literally is the same a- absinthe that you've sent us. No. Uh, oh, wait, is it different? Okay. It's cheaper. Oh, it's cheaper. I can't All right. the absinthe David got me. But whatever one he gets comes with like a fucking absinthe spoon. So I have like fucking 20 of these absinthe spoons. And his roommates inspect with an absinthe spoon because of you, David. <laughs> So I hope you're proud. The only one I know now, the next shipment I send you is crack. (laughs) I'll give you my address. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, this was awesome. Thanks for having me out again, man. Oh, it's a great time. Where can we find you, David? You could find me on Twitter at Behind the Rant, and you could find the show at theunwritablerant.com. Fuck oh, yeah. Man. Do you want to sign us out or does Driz want to sign us out? Oh, let's let's have the Driz do it. Yeah. That was half ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just fighting for a beat. Yeah. I'm waiting for a beat. Yeah. Y'all David the producer. You're the best producer. You're the fucking best in the world. Yeah. I wanna tell you about how best you are. Like, if there was, like, only 10 best, you're, like, number one of the 10 best. Like, I don't know how good that is, but I think it's pretty good. It's, like, the best. Yeah. Uh.
I'm going to make that an audio business card. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be Julian's new intro to, to the Inredible Rants? Yeah. <laughs> that, you should send it out every time you pitch your guest. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the best, man. <laughs> you are too, brother. Talk soon, Later. David. Later, Later David. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Yeah. That was enough of a sign out. Have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. Bye. 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 This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,